Hello there, everyone. Thank you so much for watching the DayZ podcast. I want to thank all of our Patreon and YouTube supporters for all of their support. It is really much appreciated. I want to thank Malinar, Ken Brown, Tank Dazza, Shane Murphy, Big Dog, Florida AF, and Eric Johnson for our Patreon supporters. Much, much appreciated and much love to you all. And I also want to give a special thank you to our YouTube members, Jake Zero Cool, OG Bricktop, T Dog, Stud Muffin, Hannah Epps, Zenith777, You My Size, Andrew Boyd, Michael. Darkwing Tate, Daisy Hub, Marson P2, Matt Z, Raymond Normoyle, King Alabar, and Kenny Baker. You are all absolutely fantastic. You are absolute legends. Thank you so much for for providing for the show and supporting us in all of our episodes. We really do appreciate it, and we can't wait to see you on the next show, the Daisy Podcast. Hello there, everyone. We're back. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> welcome to episode 104 of the Daisy everyone. podcast. Thank you very much, everyone, Finally. for coming along. I welcome to episode 104 the Daisy. There we go. Now you can't hear myself repeat. <laughs> welcome to episode 104. I am joined today by my good friends Dump Grant and Project Lemons. How are you guys doing today? Keeping it real. <laughs> Keeping it real. I'm doing well, buddy. Good stuff. Good stuff. And yourself, Dump? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good. Now, it's been two weeks since we last were on the show. I um, contracted COVID um, and was quite sick. Um, we ran into some technical issues last week, so that's why there was no episode. I'd just like to let everybody be aware of that. So I do apologize. I mostly recovered. We're now back to and ready to go and talk about a whole bunch of different things that's happened in the past couple of weeks. And I hope you guys enjoy. Um, what you guys been up to in the past couple of weeks? A lot, nothing. I'll tell you that. It was a lot of uh, a lot of just trying to keep myself active. I know this week um, I had to deal with some real life stuff because every year we have um, people that go through and come through the houses for um, management just to make sure if I need anything to be fixed, that's yes. all good. So I was spending this week making sure everything looked presentable. So. That was uh, the majority of my week. Um, I had a chance to play a bit of Daisy nice. over the um, last weekend, so yeah, it was pretty good. Good stuff. Pretty good good. stuff. Very, very nice. And what about yourself, Don? What have you been doing? Uh, I have been trying to push myself to maintain a schedule on working out. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, man, I can't knock that. How's it Can't going keep for you? double chin forever. <laughs> how's it going out for you is it doing well uh yes i can stand myself working out for a maximum five minutes before i give up <laughs> yeah, man, that, is, that is a that is that's a that's a mood <laughs> yeah no but it's good that you're getting yourself out there getting yourself some exercise you know lord knows that i bloody need it. i mean jesus christ just chubby fucking cheeksy it's ridiculous i am never making that sound again by the way you don't have to worry about that <laughs> oh we're gonna record it <laughs> no please don't please fucking don't hello That's everybody in chat. <laughs> i will actually do that on my somebody touch. clip it <laughs> shut up but uh thank you everybody in chat i hope you're all keeping well some familiar faces uh archie hey you bud i hope you're keeping yourself well um, thanks for coming in the chat. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, Scale Speeder, uh, Ice Blade, 
everybody, thanks uh, for coming along, DOJ. No, you can, whatever. <laughs> no, but thank you, everybody, for coming along. Got quite a few topics that I want to uh, talk about with um, with you all. Some really interesting stuff that's been going on for the past couple of weeks. Um, so, first off, something that I saw on Twitter a couple of weeks back. Um, let us see if I can show you guys what exactly I have found. I have need to remember everything all over again. <laughs> Uh, bloody hell. You can tell it's been, tell it's a, been couple a couple of weeks. Um, um, Chrome is Chrome not is detecting not my stuff. There we go. So the first thing is um, something I saw. Just want to confirm you guys can all see that. Yep. A fantastic. Brilliant. So, yeah, so some guy, well, a, a guy called Daisy Oof. Uh, appeal to the developers, plead add the ability to create such dummies for loot to the game. In addition to storing loot, they could use be used as bait for a sniper or something similar. Um, and then people just talking about the idea about it. I, I remember I actually tried to make a mod like this a long time ago. I think Dump, we we tried to go through that a little bit when I first started modding. Yeah, back when we were very green to it. Yes, and did it go well? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think an idea like this is actually something that would be really, really interesting to have. Um, something base game. Now I can I can just imagine like getting like the long stick and just sticking a helmet on top of it and just like <laughs> holding it above a wall just to mess around with people. That would be bloody great. That's fun. But uh, what do you guys think about this this kind of topic here? When I first saw it, it was it, like I was very um, I was very interested when I saw it. I know for people on console, mm -hmm. that would be a big addition for them because they there's a lot of people on console that have like role play servers or like are like milsim servers, and having yes. more interactive content like that, I feel would be very beneficial for them, and they because they would they would find so many ways to use that. They could have it for like shoot house dummies to do like their initial training or they could have it like as like uh there's so many things you could do with it so it just yeah it'll give it'll give them a lot more versatility if they could see that added in but um overall for, for both platforms that would be a really nice addition the Definitely. one thing i was thinking of is when i first saw it i wasn't quite sure if it kind of matched the daisy style if that makes sense I feel there were some aspects of it that it just, I don't know, it felt a bit too perfectly made, you know? Because mm. <laughs> yeah. we're not all uh, seamstresses in the apocalypse. <laughs> but... Hey, not with that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> but I would well, like to see something like that. Yeah. Well, like maybe having it, yeah. a post in the ground. Yeah. Yes. Like, kind of like... Um, a more like rustic, a... maybe rough. Yeah, like a yeah. like T-shape kind of thing where you would just stick on, like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, or even if they're in like storefronts, if we could find like mannequins, that might be an interesting thing, you know, to cool. give them that kind of in between. I know that'd be very, uh, very cursed, you know, having a base just mannequins lined up all around and looking out. <laughs> or an infected with a stick up its butt. 
Yep. <laughs> Using a mannequin yep. as a weapon, just running around, holding the legs, and just like, swinging at everybody. <laughs> Hell. Oh, and as it takes yep. damage, it's, uh, parts of it falls off. I was off, just like about to say that. Like the head and arms oh, yeah. come off and stuff. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. But so, yeah, I, 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 so, yeah, go on, Dom. Go on. But... This is interesting. And it actually brings up a point I asked the developers in uh, the podcasting that uh, got the channel that we yeah. got removed because we didn't see them act acting is in Daisy there is almost no naturally occurring storage option that allows proxies. And what <laughs> I mean by that is that's tents, uh, medium tents, barrels, all that stuff. They almost never have any proxy attachments for military gear. And one of the things I stumbled upon a while ago was that I do not believe the, the central loot economy counts proxies on objects which is a question that I really would love the devs to answer because if they don't, hmm. something like this would be something they have to put in and would be a boom to the overall storage capacity of modded items and future items in the future. But if these hmm. proxy items aren't counted in the economy, it could actually cripple economies in ways that, well, you probably can't foresee. Well, that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's like... Um... It's a really cool, interesting idea, but you're right. It, it it does essentially have to be done in the perfect way to balance out vanilla and the and the and the economy. Because the main thing, something that is always important, is the economy. Like it needs to be absolutely maintained, especially on a vanilla scale. If it's done poorly, players will notice. They'll not bother. They'll they'll complain, and oh boy, will they complain. But having something like this, you know, I can I can imagine, you know, how how would it be built though? Like, because all I can imagine right now is kind of like a post with like a piece of wood on top of it, kind of like a cross, um, and then obviously space for your hats or helmets and stuff like that. How how would it how would it be crafted? Something like that. All I can think of is. Maybe I feel like lock. they would do something similar to their um, in, within 1.17 when they released the improvised cooking tripod. I feel like it would be a similar recipe to that. I feel like that would be the most appropriate way to go through with it. Because it. I know with some items, like if you go through the... Like if you go through certain recipes, there's tons of different variety you have with stuff you mm -hmm. can craft. So mm -hmm. it would be cool if you could use maybe the same recipe that you would use to make the tripod to then also be able to create a... Um, like stand for like a clothing stand, you know? Yeah. yeah. If it was me making a mod for this, let's say just theoretically, yeah, yeah. I'd have two versions of it. I'd have lad stick version using the cross stuff. And then I would have a version that uses plant material, a burlap sack and the same stuff that you use to make the same on um, the stick version. And it would kind of be able to like shape a body using the canvas thing, stuffing it with grass theoretically. Right. So kind of like the way you can make different shelters. You can have those variants, exactly. you know? Yeah. yeah so, so comparing to say like just like a basic uh wooden version what would kind of like make your proposed version more better would it be able to like store heavier stuff perhaps or 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 it would have more more attachments as well as look visually better kind of like what he posted in the reddit post make it look mm -hmm. more kind of easier to trick people like he was saying right with the stick version you zoom in with your hunting scope second pass you're like oh wait those aren't people so the second version sense. could give a mirage as well as it could take maybe a couple of extra things 
I like that. Yeah, I, like I maybe like only vests could go on one, and then once you add that, you can actually add stuff like maybe a helmet or stuff. So you're actually limited, and you have to upgrade eventually to mm -hmm. get that versatility of having more items on there. Yeah, see that, that I would use a lot of them for target practice. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Like especially if you can make one, <laughs> make one very cheap. You got yourself a base up and up and running. You got some space, and then you think, oh, I'm gonna make a little a little firing range. You got you just find some clothes, just randomly around some maybe shirts or jeans or capri pants or something. You just stick them on there. You got a target. Brilliant. And then that way, when it ruins, you know you've actually hit it, and that's 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 a good start to say the least. Um, I have to say yeah. that, lad. Mm -hmm. It seems a bit useless when we have Bambi's on the coast. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Shut I'm, up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we we must preserve the Bambi's. <clears throat> a pulley system. Right. Okay. Ooh. So this really interesting. What scale speeder just said here? You could have little wheels on them and a pulley system, and have them move back and forth on your base walls to look like you're guarding. That would be a very interesting touch to have. I think you'd kind of notice, though, that they are dummies on wheels. Um, yeah. When you shoot at them, and they're just like, well, this is completely fine, I see no issue with this, and it's just like, they're con continuously going back on floors, like... I think Alabar is thinking the exact thought I'm thinking. <laughs> Home Alone, where he's pulling all the strings, and they're all dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Now, one thing that popped into my head with that is taking like a stance like looking at it from a game developer's perspective you have to make sure that when you're adding this stuff in it works with the play like the uh, like the game development plan like, yeah. it works with the atmosphere you want oh, and absolutely. i'm not sure having yeah. the pulleys and stuff may would would fit per se in daisy nah. because i know there's a lot of stuff you could add in but it's it's just it's the way it's the way they took it you know i would see something like more like that and maybe like scum that would feel. I feel like that would be a bit more of an appropriate game to see a thing like that in. Um, but yeah, so I think I, I like where you're going with this, but I think the only way it would fit in DayZ would be if you had to manually operate the pulleys, like you had it, yes. so like it could like make three yes. or four of them move. But you had to be physically there to make it happen. Um, like I think that would be up to a generator and having that do some sort of functionality through there. But even mm. then, like I was saying, it does kind of. It's you got a way out because you'll when people play they'll know if something kind of has that modded feeling, you know, and it doesn't feel yeah. like a real feature if that makes sense. Yes, because there are some things where it just feels a bit too outlandish where it wouldn't make it into the Daisy image. But then that makes you think, what really is the Daisy image? You know, we've had so many people come and go from the Bohemia team, and their ideas and their perspective of the game has changed. You know, so what Daisy is now could be different three years later you know that's it's it's a fair well see the thing is with that daisy's to me it's always kept a consistent um image it might have lost some aspects of itself during the years and we've spoken about that quite a few times on the show mm -hmm. um i i definitely agree like if there if there was a way to get that kind of stuff animated so it can go backwards and forwards to and fro that it's either done by manually, like a, a manual police system, or hooking up a makeshift like device with electronics, like basic electronics, on the system, attach it to a generator, 
and then there you go. You're using up one of your four slots in the generator, like your f four cables. Um, and so it's, it, it'll kind of make you think, will this system be useful for what you're intending to do? Maybe yeah. it's something for like, like, like going back to the firing range idea, maybe something like a moving target. That would be, that would be an interesting aspect or something like yeah. that. Um, but I think overall having customizable dummies like that, I, I think, I think even as a mod, and I, I know, um, I know, um, Archie said Doug has them. But it's something that, like, anybody, you know, could just make a giant hamster. He probably could. And I would never play in a server with it because that would scare the shit out of me. <laughs> Spiders, dino dinosaurs, nah, that's fine. Massive hamsters, sod off. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think even as a mod, that would be a really, really interesting concept as long as it can just, like... Let's just start with allowing me to touch the battery to barbed light. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll get to that. <laughs> One day we'll get that. But, I, I but think... as long as people could like emulate the style that the developers are going for, I feel yes. like they can make some very good mods for the game. Absolutely. You know, because there are some things where I see it added, and I'm like, I get like for RP servers and stuff, it's good to have that. But I can never see a BMW making its way into Daisy. You know, and seeing some of those mods where you have like a BMW or like a Lamborghini, I'm like, really. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you clearly haven't been in the modern scene long enough because there's BMWs and Lamborghinis and uh, Bugatti Aventadors or whatever the fuck they're called. Anime girls. Yeah. Oh, yep. hell yeah. No, 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 sorry. Hell no, hell no, no. That's hell just, no. <laughs> which mods are those? Yeah. So, yeah, so it's just sure. Yeah, yes. so it's just, it's just making sure that you... Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to dictate what you can and can't do on the workshop, but if you want to have a quality mod... That is like something that a lot of people could see being used on their server. You just want to make sure you're kind of getting that feel, you know, that yes. image that Daisy has put on. Because Ooh. anyone can tell, if they've played for a while, anyone can tell if you go into a server what kind of feels modded and what doesn't, you know? Yeah, see, see that's exactly. the thing. It's, it's like, um, like I, I've been doing the texturing aspect for, since I started modding, you know, when Dom got me into it, it's kind of something I excelled at. So mm -hmm. achieving the kind of level of authenticity that daisy developers do is actually surprisingly tough i don't blame mod developers if they go for something that l that looks relatively simple or quite clean because getting that level of detail can be relatively difficult as long as you keep like trying though and keep keep trying to like expand on your ability brilliant but it's something for like going back to the dummies i think it would be relatively easy to capture the same effect, especially mm -hmm. if you use like vanilla textures, vanilla RV mats, make sure that it coincides with the UVs correctly for your objects. Yeah, and, and, and it comes down to the great, artist yeah. too that's working on it too. Well, that's because you yeah. have to make sure <clears throat> because you could program it perfectly. You could program it like the back end so it looks in or while well, it interacts like how something shouldn't like the vanilla game or the base yeah. game. But if you don't have an artist that's making something that kind of fills that vibe, you know that's when that's what usually sticks out. And you well, could yes, you could yeah. argue the same thing about maps as well. You know, there are some beautiful maps out there, like uh, uh, Namalskan Essaker, but mm -hmm. they aren't necessarily things that I could see would be official maps by Daisy. You know, they feel community. You know, it's, it's and funny you specifically Namalsk because considering it's made by the yeah, it, it is made by a yeah yeah, <laughs> but um, 
it just you can tell like yes. especially with Essaker, it's a beautiful map it's very in-depth it's oh, very absolutely. detailed but the only issue is it just doesn't feel the same way that you would like when you're playing on Lavonia or, or Chinaris, you know it just doesn't feel like it it's the same mm -hmm. kind of vibe it, but it's it's still a good thing in of itself but yeah. it's going it's it's tying back into the uh, prior thing where it's you, trying to capture the essence of Daisy you know mm -hmm. I, I, yeah I know what you mean I mean like I said like with with the dummies and that, I think it would be relatively easy I I always encourage people especially when it comes to stuff with like wood and that like if you can create your own decent wooden textures that you know look very similar or what whatever's in game great you can do that but if you're gonna make something relatively simple then I mean use the vanilla textures I think dump for your um building fortifications mod the logs for the doors they use um they use the wooden log texture don't they uh yeah technically yeah. my planks do too but what I did is I used the vanilla textures as my base and mm -hmm. then I added to them and I actually encourage a lot of people to do that because vanilla has got that grunge kind of look to it. Yes. And then you can add your own flair to it. So that's why my doors and my stuff, not boasting, but fit mm. the vanilla feel so much more. It's not because I made my own custom textures. It's because I worked off the textures that were already given to me. Well, that's it, yeah. Apparently I'm a bit quiet, so I'm just going to up my microphone by a couple of decibels. Let me know, chat, if it is good to go. Um, I have moved my microphone a bit, so audio levels again. Let me know, and I'll correct it. But uh, but yes, yeah, so that's that's the thing. As long as you can capture the essence of the game, brilliant, go for it. And nice. hell, if if the devs decide to go like, hey, you know what? Yeah, we can actually do this. We can we can create the system up. Yeah, that agreed. Is and I'm gonna step a little bit out of character right now. And say, uh, Project Lemons, I disagree with you. Although I am not a huge fan of the Molsk, I think the Molsk captured the Daisy Essence pretty well. I think it comes down to the level of polish and resources Summerack had. You can see where he put a lot of the love, and when he, where you see he put the love is very, very close to how Daisy looks. But That's there's true. a lot of areas that don't have enough love because he just didn't have the resources. Yeah. I, now, I do agree with you on that, but Going back to Namal specifically, like even like the um, the what are they called the EVR zones or the, the EVR storms. whatever those yes yes the storms that's kind of one of those things where I'm talking about where it doesn't quite feel Daisy -y. it kind of feels nah, more like mate, I'm playing Ca fine. Call of Duty Warzone <laughs> no nah, man it's fine EVR storms but I mean if you had told me that we were gonna have toxic cloud zone um toxic zones in um vanilla like. <laughs> two updates See, before i would have told you're crazy go yeah, get go, yeah. go get your conspiracy car drive off a cliff <laughs> that's very fair yeah. you know so you got it's just it's just being served on a different format because you could see those two things as pretty much the same thing concept wise but it's just they're shelling it out two different ways one's gas and one's uh electricity <laughs> or I, I, I electromagnetic or whatever it is yeah, we're, we're kind of deviating away from the original topic a little bit. But um, but yes, like if the devs do decide to go ahead and make these kind of like this dummy system, brilliant. Because not only does that pave the way for something else that a, that a group can make to help um, with storage and whatnot and other kind of aspects of their, of their you know game design choice, whatever. 
it opens the path for modders to take a look at that kind of system to see what they can do and adapt with that. So I, I encourage a system like that being introduced. I think it'll be absolutely brilliant. Heck, even the image that was shown on the Reddit post was pretty good. I liked it. But, oh, um, yeah. but yeah. And it so... encourages more people to try that out, you know, and, it, and we oh, could see yes. a lot more stuff like this coming up in the future. So it'd be interesting to see how people interpret this. Damn right. By the way, Damn just right. a point of feedback. If you're the Reddit post guy, if you want to make that look more vanillish, make sh just make the guns not stand perfectly up. And I think that would nail it. Yeah, that's a, that is a fair point, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So something that I was not aware that existed, and I'm not too sure about you two. Armor, what was it? Armor Ops. So I, I even had to go and check the notes just to make sure what the name was. Armor Ops. What do you guys know about it? So uh, I know it was a mobile game. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like a... Um lack of a better word, it was kind of a Clash of Clans ripoff. So it was like one of those top-down strategy type games and it wasn't really Arma. Like if you like you hear that and you think it's like an Arma clone on, on mobile, it's nothing like that. Absolutely nothing. It's literally just a top-down mobile tactical for the best way to uh, describe it. But um, it was around for a, a while and they released a thing recently saying that they were just they don't have the resources or time to put into it so they did have to stop development and they're shutting down the multiplayer servers however i think they're still keeping the app up on both the play store and google play or well the apple store and google play mm -hmm. so it was an interesting idea though because it did have like the squad mechanic type thing that you saw in arma well not well kind of but like in its like in the app form format, so it wasn't the exact same way, but they tried to get some of the mechanics and aspects that were seen in the Arma franchise and then try to revitalize it for a mobile platform. And mm -hmm. it was it was interesting and it was a fun thing, but it just felt like a mobile app, you know, kinda like how Mini Daisy is kind of just like a mobile app, you know, you wouldn't see that as a full PC release. Yeah. But yeah. Well, apparently, like I said, I did not know about this at all. Didn't know it existed. But apparently it shut down. But as mm -hmm. you said, you know, the, the single player is only available now. Um, yes. Again, like I said, I didn't really know it existed, but it's still a fucking shame. Like, it's an absolute shame when there's a game, even if it's on mobile, that comes out and people enjoy it. It sees here, you know, at the bottom over 500,000 players. You know, it's a free game, you know. Play it when you're on the bus, playing it when you're on your break or something like that. You know, it is what it is. It's pretty sad to see that it happened. I know people in the podcast uh, channels, they were talking about it. So I thought yeah. it would be nice to at least, at least mention it to see what people thought yeah. about it. You know, if anybody in chat actually ever knew about it or played it, and if they did, you know, to give their perspective on it. Um if at all. So, again, a bit of a shame that a game like that had to, had to die. Think... But hopefully something like that never happens for DayZ, because... Uh, yeah, I was interested yeah. in this. So, one the interesting reason why thing... why it was interesting to oh. me... Oh, my bad. Yeah. No, 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 go ahead, go no, ahead. Don't, go on. The reason why this is interesting to me is that this game came out in 2016 on the mobile platform, right? Yeah. And we've heard of <clears> these <throat> in the past who have been 
almost wholly switching to the mobile platform to make a profit. Uh, I think one of the largest, most legacy games of all time, um, game developers of all time, has become mostly a mobile platform, right? Right. And interesting because DayZ literally could have been this game, and yet it didn't. And I think this shows something about how dedicated BI was continuing DayZ because this game is only, uh, what, eight years old max on the mobile platform mm-hmm. and it's just interesting to me because they gave up on this game unfortunately because of the support has been done yeah. but it had a huge player base even if it's just a free game but i'm just i'm inspired because i believe DayZ actually is showing how much bi loves DayZ and how much it's been keeping it going because if you think about it 0.62 was the worst case of all population for yes. DayZ, right Absolutely. <clears throat> I would have literally said, guys, Daisy's dead. Let's not focus on Daisy and let's let's just put out a small uh, infusion engine test. And we could have been having our new infusion uh, thing like they announced a couple months ago. But instead, they decided to put into into Daisy as a test bed for their new infusion engine, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool because that's <clears throat> again has been very dedicated to continuing their brand of the Daisy franchise. Yeah, yeah. it's it's um how I can't find the right words about it. It is I've I, I you know what it is. Motivating. I, I can't find <laughs> the fucking words. I can't find the fucking words <laughs> to describe how I feel about like the um Ops or Mini Daisy or anything like that. And you know, I've I've always been um like absolute um obviously like Daisy fanboy in that. And even then again I say that I had don't actually play the mobile games at all. I keep forgetting they exist. I really should. I've got a phone capable enough of bloody playing the bloody things, but I just like eh, it's not that. And Daisy Armor and Vigor, the best and most popular games. Well that's it, yeah. It's it's and Vigor, you know, if I remember rightly, that's what Switch exclusive, I think. Oh, it's that no, uh, console exclusive. Console exclusive. It's just, just it's console, just console, yeah. yes. Yeah, so Bohemia, for the, uh, you can definitely get the feeling that Bohemia has been very experimental for the past few years with what they've been trying to do, like, and I'll be t- we'll be touching upon this later on in in the podcast as well, you know about, um, you know what they want to do for consoles as well. Mm. So it's like. So when they make an idea like Armor Ops, and then it turns out that, yes, it was successful for a while, and then it dies, and then they have to close it down. It is a shame. It is an absolute shame, because, you know, you'll be guaranteed that, yes, even though we didn't really know too much about it, there's always a group of people that did. And they must have had, you know, even though it is a mobile game, people make friends and stuff like that. And And it's sad to see those kind of stuff getting shut down. And, like, I'm a big advocate for, like, preservation for video games. Especially, like, during the 90s. Like, holy shit. You try you know, you try and find a source code for any of those kind of games if you're in the industry. Good fucking luck. Because <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. Um, but it's... It is a shame. But, well, um... Yeah. Hopefully, like I said, we don't, they don't do that for Daisy. Mini Daisy. Oh, for sure. Well, I, on that I swear topic, to God, though... Yeah, go on. 
Yeah, on that topic though, it brings up something interesting. Now, I'm not I know you said you weren't aware much about the game, but a lot of the people were sourced that worked on Daisy Ops weren't just a Daisy Ops team. A lot of them were sourced from other games within uh, or well within other teams at uh, Bohemia. Right. And I think there was I think uh, there was a third-party company that was involved as well to make the game. Makes sense. I'm not 100% sure though. But Bohemia had expressed they ran out of resources and while well, they ran out of people that could actually work on it. So it makes you question where did they move those people to then? Cuz they didn't just disappear. <laughs> so it makes it's... yeah, I know I well I know, but it just yeah. it makes you kind of <clears throat> excited cuz then you can think that you can see that there's more stuff being done, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even though we're seeing the closure of this game, it could see expansion of another within their within their kind of um their environment of games you know or even a new game get gets released as a result of it so you got to think of the ripple effect or the butterfly effect that this game shutting yeah. down will do because them shutting down could mean more research resources are being put into arma or daisy or even a new game they're working on so it's um well that's it yeah it's 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 like i, I hate the term but when one door closes another one opens kind of thing mm-hmm and and that's that's an actual that's an actual an actually a fair point. God damn it, I cannot talk. To you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so whether the team are uh, that worked in the game, I hope they're doing well. I hope they're still continuing to make games, and you know, I I can't wait to see what else that team does. Yes, sure, I never played the game, but I always well wish for people in the industry. Um, when it comes to that kind of stuff, because it's, you know, game development is a very arduous process. So you can never really, you can never really know what happens. But, uh, but yeah, but to move on, talking about developers and games, something that's not Daisy related, the day before, it got delayed again. <laughs> When is it actually? When is it actually due to come out now? Let me just quickly double check. I did have it and I closed it. March first, twenty twenty-three. And when when was it supposed to come out? It was obviously it was this year, wasn't it? It was sometime in the late end of the year. Not sure. Hmm. Right. It's... I just don't understand what the hell's going on with that game. I know a lot of people have been very sceptical about it, and it makes sense. I mean, yeah, sure, they showed off footage about it. June, thank you, McKee. But it's... it's I, I, I don't really have that much faith in the game. I'm, 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 I want to be proved wrong. Well, it's like another Dead Matter, you know? That game is still... Oh, I, I don't know how long that's been in development for. But um, it's one of those things where you really want to hold hope. And I know there is a lot of people with both uh, The Day Before and Dead Matter that are very passionate to the cause and they are very Mm -hmm. big fans of the game. So it's just so discouraging to have those people potentially have their hearts broken because they just keep pushing it back, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'll, I'll let you guys continue on the conversation. I just got to quickly do something. I'll be right back. No worries. But um, I believe the that. day before. Yeah. Oh no, were you saying something? No, no, it's okay. Go ahead. 
Okay. Um, the demo for it, I believe one of the reasons why they're delaying is because they're mu moving from the Unreal 4 engine to the Unreal 5 engine. And yes. if anybody hears anybody uh, when it comes to developing games, we all know the capabilities of the Unreal 5 engine are freaking beautifully amazing and stuff. So I believe that this delay might be a golden goose for them because the Unreal 5 engine is such a better optimized engine and it has so much more possibilities that they may actually be able to flourish and flush out a lot of their features far, far better than what we have got in June. Mm -hmm. And it makes you ask the same question about Dead Matter, because as far as I'm aware, I'm pretty sure Dead Matter still runs on the Unreal 4 engine. So I wonder how much that would benefit them, I think it's QI Games, if they were to make the move to Unreal Engine 5, because they're not losing anything at this point. You know, there's nothing there's nothing being lost now because they've already been in years. So there's no harm done. But it would solve a lot of issues they were having because they were having a lot of networking issues with uh, Dead Matter. Like, for, um, it's so bad right now that in the base game, they're making it so that multiplayer servers won't actually support vehicles because it's just they don't run properly in servers and they just have a big performance uh, hit when trying to run them. Mm -hmm. So just like just imagine on Daisy. Imagine if you could only use vehicles in a single player version of Daisy, and you couldn't use those in multiplayer. Like that would be such a damaging thing to the game. But if QI Games takes that move to try and push it onto Unreal Five, like what they've done with Day Before, I feel like that could be very beneficial. And I'm happy that Day Before did it because it allows them to do so much more. Like I'm not sure if anyone here has had a chance on Xbox to play the Matrix. Um, the like the little matrix test they did. I, I think that was released to PC as well, but that, that cool. thing was awesome. Like I, when I first saw the original opening sequences to it, I thought I was watching the movie, and then when I saw that it was actually yeah. cinematic, it was like matrix or not cinematic, but if it was actually digital, it was like matrix actually, was actually coming to life. It looked better than the movie, by the way, because the movie oh, yeah. had crap CGI back then. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Mickey, uh, I know you say business wise it makes no sense. Actually, I think that it is a very, not me personally, I think it's a good business decision, but they obviously made the business decision based on their own finances, because people just don't delay a game without talking finances first, right? And that's very creepy, lad. So um, I think them delaying it is a strategic financial choice, because they know if they release a game on Unreal 5, they will, they have all the assets, they have all the stuff in there. So I think they're actually taking a um, a gamble and trying to be one of the first games to release an Unreal Five from a triple from a triple A game platform, right? That would get a lot. And I think that's what they're going for because that is pretty much an untapped goldmine now. Not a lot of games, or I believe any, have been published yet, except for the trailer, of course, or the the playable demo. Unreal Engine Five has actually been released. So if they were able to take this chance and utilize that opportunity to release this, they could get a lot of the market and they would just have free reign because no one else has done it yet. So it could do a lot. And as we've seen in the Matrix demo, you can do a lot of stuff with Unreal Engine 5 that you could not do in the prior one. So Yeah. And the best part about this entire thing of them announcing this stuff is that they were upfront about it. They didn't give us any hula reasons. They gave us a straightforward reason of why they were doing this. And then that was it. Um, I think when companies hum and haw about like doing development and then like 
like a couple months, like a month before they release it, they decide to do that. I think that's when we have issues. Now I say that, but didn't say something they were supposed to be releasing June. So maybe I'm putting my own foot in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. McKay said that they were supposed to release in June, but delayed to, um, well, when it is delayed to. Did the, the so I literally just since, put my own foot in my mouth. That's <laughs> so. <coughs> sorry. So just to confirm, do they say that it w- was delayed because they are going to upgrade to UE five? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That kind of makes sense. However, why the hell did they make that decision or announce that decision now when UE5 as a platform has been known about for months? Like, they they handed out the the uh, UE5 to developers ages ago before it got into the public's hands. So why now? Like, did they not have access to it before? Can't... Raises a lot of questions about it. Don't get us wrong, I, I still hope that the game's legit. The game comes out, yeah. the wait was worth it. We've all been stung by games that have been that, that, that come out, they've got all these promises, and they turn out they're terrible. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in the so- past couple of years. So I, I do have a slither of hope. That the game, even though it's been delayed till next year, the delay will be worth it. But if they end up cancelling it or delaying it again, I'm I'm sorry. All hell would break loose. <laughs> hell would break loose. And whereas I could, I can kind of understand a game being delayed, like I just said. But it gets to a point where it's like, look, you've been advertising this game for God knows how long. You've not really showed too much footage. You haven't really been open with your development. And then again, companies that don't have to do that. It's it's not a right that people, like the public, know the development process. It's just something that game companies, sometimes they like to do, sometimes they don't want to. That's completely fine. But you still can't knock the sense that there's something off with the situation at yeah. least for me and especially comparing the difference to, between like an indie studio and a full triple a studio mm-hmm. it would be understandable if like a small indie studio was just having to prolong stuff because they don't have the resources but the people like i think like the fantastic developer and my tona publisher the people like they're kind of spearheading the project for the day before mm-hmm. are big names they, like they they are very sizable companies and they're not I wouldn't consider consider them to be indie, mm-hmm. per se. But um, it's it's something that they should be a bit more transparent about because I yeah. get that they would choose to want to change the Unreal Engine Five engine, but they should have disclosed that information a while ago. Yes. Now, the one thing that popped into my head when I was thinking about it is we had something similar happen when Half Life Alex got got released. Now, with the Source 2 engine, it got mm-hmm. released, but it was a limited release. So you only had what was made with Source 2 for Half-Life Alex. You didn't actually get access yes. to the full engine. So I'm wondering if maybe something like that might have happened with UE5. So it was only a limited release, so they couldn't actually utilize it at that time. So they were forced to have to do it at a later date. That's the only reason why I could possibly think something like that might have happened. Mm. But I'm also not them, so I don't have the, I don't have well, the hindsight it. of... 
we, <laughs> we, we can speculate as much as we want, but we'll never actually know the proper reason why it took so long to make a decision. And that's fine. And and, and yeah. going to what Scalespeeder said, one of the biggest games of the year, Bethesda's Starfield, has been delayed. So it's not surprising that games from small devs are being delayed too. COVID, engine changes, there'll be more of it. It's understandable. COVID, mm, but yes, engine changes, that's perfectly understandable. We all know what happens to a game when an engine changes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> and if you want to delay it because of an engine change, go for it. <laughs> Just yeah. make and sure I think that Daisy, you actually Daisy do... players, of yeah. all people, will especially feel that. And I exactly. feel like any people who want to play the day before who have played Daisy for a long time are a bit more understanding that they're delaying their game. <laughs> Don't I mean, when it comes out, if it does come out, I'm not going to buy it. There's only one game that is coming out that I will buy day one, and that is Armor 4 slash Reforger, for obvious reasons. But with the day, like, again, the day before, I just... Nah, I just can't shake it. Like, there's something up with it. A lot of people the same. But it, it also raises a lot of different topics and questions, which I love to go and discuss about, but perhaps another time. Because yeah. it, it's, in a very, it's in a very extensive kind of topic, at least to you me. You could talk about that for hours. Oh, you absolutely could. <laughs> and it, it'll deviate into, like, you know, how the video game community, you know, acts towards developers or companies and just bunch of shit <laughs> and it's it's pretty yeah it's a pretty extensive topic but it, it's an interesting one at least and if that's something you guys want to hear about let us know new new infusion tweet what nanny yes i want to leave you to bugger off <laughs> oh shit okay right we are slightly going to deviate from the normal schedule i'm going to share this for you guys Give me a second so I can transfer to the correct YouTube. To the correct YouTube. Wait a minute. Chrome. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Give me. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I just closed. Right. Sorry. I'm in an absolute panic. I want to watch this. Oh, right. wow. Go ahead and watch it. Right, yes, yeah, so I'm trying to get it right so everybody else can see it here. Right, I swear to God, this wasn't worth it. Can you guys see it? Just want to make sure. Yes, you can. My mouse has disappeared. The reason why I say mad folks is that I've seen that it's yeah. it's on the infusion website. It's not yeah, a new kind of reformatted trailer, or even yes, in the videos that they posted on their website, they just kind of just package it up and put it into a quick, easy to consume thing. But it's still it is cool to see that. I was just so, about to say, 
yeah, it's um, it's still pretty interesting that we've had the tweet bef like the the stuff before now this or something's happening. I wonder what it is. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's cool that they have an official Twitter now, which means that I've it's getting closer to being a lot more of a public thing than it yes. is a close close community thing. Yes, absolutely. Sorry, I'm just... You're not going to believe this, guys. I'm running into some technical issues. My Chrome is being a dick again. Like last week. Let's resend it. Just bear with. But yes, I think it'll be really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right, we're good. Sorry about that, folks. Ooh, there's some new positions. It's been really... Yes, Jesus Christ. So, while you're trying to get that organized, Thank one you. interesting thing I want to bring out is somebody made a comment on the recent tweet, and they were asking why Infusion is spelled with an E and not an I. And the Infusion team, or whoever manages the Twitter, actually replied to him. Okay. And they said to him that Infusion began uh, with the idea of the engine fusion. Combining the best features of our previous engine, RV or real fertility, and Enforce. So that's a pretty interesting thing. And it's cool that they're actually being transparent with the community and talking about that kind of stuff. And that's it could cool. show a pivot in the way Bohemia does their stuff in the future with how they talk to the community. We've already seen that in uh in Daisy especially. So mm -hmm. Well that's yeah, it. Does. It's 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 regardless of everything. I think it is really really interesting, and if we weren't certain before, we are now. What is probably going to be happening on Tuesday? But I want to return to that topic soon. But for now, let's continue on to our normal schedule. Once technical issues, well, they have now been resolved. I don't know what it is. This week has just been chaos this past week in a bit chaos with technical issues oh lordy lord lordy lordy lord now the next topic i'm very interested in yiprit mark's done a video i believe on the map i have not yet had a chance to watch it have you guys at all no um, I have not yet, but I think he's going to be streaming it this weekend. Right. I believe. Ah, okay. uh, yeah, he doesn't have a video. Yeah, I don't think he has a video up yet, but I think he's doing a live stream of the map, like a right. first impressions, and he's getting the uh, community to, uh, to hop on with him. Okay, so. right. I put that the, makes uh, more sense. But I put the workshop in the moderator chat, guys. So the workshop page. Right, okay, let me just double check that. Right, okay, gotcha. Yes, so Yiprit is a new map. It's been in development for quite a little bit of time. Um, let me just get the Steam page up. So we can see here, it's got um, the server information and whatnot, so it's obviously PC only, so all the console folks, oh, 
Console slot 35, current map Yprit. You may not repackage all that kind of usual typical modding stuff. It's very much a work in progress. Um, and right now, from my understanding, the map is kind of in a server exclusive map. Yes, um, and he says that as well, and the mod is here. Yes, yes, so I'm, I've got that shown here. So, I, I I know there's a bit of contention about, like, mods being, like, you know, restricted to one server and whatnot, but for something like a map, like, I know, and hopefully a few people know as well, how extensive and how intricate making a map can be. So having a map like this, in, in an alpha, which it openly says it's an alpha, to go through this process, go for it. I say absolutely go for it. It's got the Discord link, which I shall post in the chat as well for folks. There you go there, so just follow that link and you'll be taken directly to it, hopefully. Um, so, as somebody who mods and dump, I'm pretty sure you would agree with this. I encourage everybody to go in, take a look, play it, and give feedback. Genuine, proper on, full on criticism, that's valid. Give the guys some love. Um, making a map is one of the hardest things to do. I mean, look at Deer Isle. How long has that been development for? <laughs> Since Too long. Not a game out. Yeah, exactly. One of the first modded maps yeah. to be out. Exactly. And look where it is now. It's one of the. It's. Well, it is pretty much the most popular modded map. And that yeah. couldn't have been. And that's done one of the more reasons. Yeah. Exactly. That's one of the more reasons why I encourage people to reach out now because it's still an alpha. You don't want to wait until the servers, or not the server, but the map is late in development because mm -hmm. if there's any big flaws with it, you want them to be squashed in the initial alpha of the map, you know? Yeah. It is stuff that can be fixed later, but if it's even a train issue. If come like come a month, two months, a year, he started building around that train, and it's it's there's an issue with it, you know, you're like, uh oh. <laughs> so I think I definitely encourage, if you have a chance to play it, to send your feedback now, because this is really a crucial point for the map, it's, because exactly. it can still be shaped. It can still be shaped in different ways. Absolutely, absolutely, and and that's the thing, and you know, when it, when it comes to development stuff like this. It's 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 really really cool. It's it's really nice that people can come together to even though if they are playing, just giving you know criticism and feedback, they're helping the development process, which is really really cool. And something that will really make Boydy happy, if only he was here. Um, a donate link to the guy down at the bottom of the mod page. <laughs> so if you really do enjoy the map and, and the content that much. Feel free to donate to the guy as well. Um, always appreciated. So, yes. Yeah, DOJ so... in the chat said, no, making maps is easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, 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 okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I thought... Um, <laughs> I thought it was an interesting thing to, to kind of go through. Um, you know, you always see a lot of modded maps come and go nowadays, but... Um, Regardless, I feel it's always best to be able to talk about it openly to give support for stuff like that, um, because people can get very, you know, dis disheartened. Um, and people want to stop. It it happened with um, happened with Banov at one point. That was never going to be finished. 
and then there was a massive large influx of players and people playing giving feedback really good feedback and now the map's finished and he's on to ventures anew so if you ever feel like you know there's no point in continuing to mod shut your shit get back to work <laughs> no but seriously you know always reach out and go for, go forward with that Now just to quickly go on. Now this was quite an interesting topic that I I don't typically talk about um, because it's it's a bit of a it's an it's an interesting issue but funny. So Boydie put out on the podcast Twitter something from um from sada about an update from frankie so i'm just going to read it out here for for folks who uh, aren't able to watch the stream but just want to make sure that everybody can see yes they can brilliant i for <laughs> sick wanted to click at it and just delete this post there's no delete confirmation <laughs> get destroyed so this is likely the last update before posting back things are getting in order had a little break in Namibia for 10 days and figured out a lot of stuff. Figure it's just a mental game because there's, so, there's such expectation of certain content, I feel can't post anything because it's not good enough. But it is, and there's no way I'm worse editing than four years ago. People want chill videos and catch-up stories, less set-up, middling effort, not lazy mode, 0%, but also not 9,000% losing the will to edit. XD. Also, I'm 100% Daisy has to be sponsored to be doable. Saying that, it's actually pretty difficult to find a sponsor because most don't want to sponsor Daisy. As such, it's still likely to be no more regularly than once, maybe twice a year. So assume little to no Daisy, and then I'm not overpromising and you aren't disappointed. If there's any more Daisy, the stars have luckily aligned. Also, I'm not even sure if people will like sponsored segment at the start of each DayZ video, but we'll try, try it with the next one to gauge. Also want to say thanks for the feedback. A lot of people really care. Had a lot of really nice emails through with thoughts. I am, however, just going to do my thing when I post back. Not going to check views or comments, etc. for a couple of months. I know what people want to see, what's possible, which often viewers aren't able to see. And what makes a decent gaming video, although some stuff is so low attention span now, I don't even. Okay. Keep leaving comments though, as we'll catch up with them on the older videos after a couple months back. I'm certain I just need to post what interests me regardless of how it performs for a while. Hope things are going well, see you soon. That was from Frankie on PC. Now, I don't agree on these sponsorships. You absolutely can get a sponsorship for DayZ content. Mm-hmm. People I would have, have to agree with you there. Yeah, I people... think that. Um... Yeah, go ahead. I was just, I was just saying, people have come out and said no, they've been sponsored for making DZ content. I think Minder was one of those people who said that. I'm not too sure exactly. I'm just trying to look for the tweet. But no, you can, you can make sponsored DZ content. It's, I mean, then again, I can't say much because I'm not sponsored. But... <laughs> <laughs> it only... works. I think he, one of his recent videos got sponsored by it was a uh, lighting. You. Yeah, ben, yeah, thank you, and that was fucking brilliant. <laughs> that that yeah. was absolutely fantastic. It was such a nice surprise. And that's that's what goes to show. It's just a matter of finding the right people. Cause I think... 
I think Frankie, like, I, I can't speak for the guy. I, I, have, yeah. I don't know him on a personal level, but I think he may have just been reaching out to the wrong people, you know, because I know some companies may want to direct their stuff towards certain demographics. Like, they have, mm -hmm. they have entire marketing teams that devote themselves to finding where we want this to be displayed, because this is marketing money that's being put into us, you know. They don't want to make it on a Daisy stream when they know their target demographic may not be on there. Yeah. Because maybe if it's like a acorn stairlift, you know, they're not going to be putting that on a Daisy video, you know. <laughs> yeah, mate, you never know. But, yeah, you, yeah, you never know. But a lot more companies now are being open with their options, especially mm -hmm. more, more like the gaming options. Like gaming, gaming companies, anything that has to do with gaming, they don't really care as long as it's they're playing a game, you know. Yes. Well, <laughs> but it, I yeah. feel like, yeah, and I just feel like he may have went to the wrong people or wrote, approached the wrong companies. It, because even for Marks, he his newest video was sponsored. I forget who it was. I think it was like a little lamp company. It was, and they, like, yeah, it was, it was BenQ. They've made some really, really cool, interesting peripherals and monitors and whatnot. Um, the, yeah. I've got a, I used to have a few of their stuff, and they're not bad. They're not bad at all. Yeah, and, and it, you know, so it goes to show that regardless of the size of your channel, it's still very possible to get sponsors like this, you know? And it's just, it's a matter of playing your cards correctly, you know? Because mm -hmm. you could even be a smaller channel, like a very small channel just starting out. But if you have the right attitude and you reach out to the correct people, you could totally swing getting some degree of a, like a sponsorship or a, or a, par or a partnership, you know? And it just, it just depends on, um, it depends on how you play your cards. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. What what do you think, Dump? Oh, uh <laughs> I think that this was a uh I think this was a tangent. I think it was. I don't think this reflects about how he truly feels or anything else. He posted it. He had enough people see it. He wasn't going to take it down. It was just a tangent. It reads like a tangent. He seems like he's upset. He's put all this effort into these videos and everything else. He can't get a Daisy sponsor. All of this screams to me. He wrote this out angrily because he was upset. And after he posted it, he probably wasn't happy that he did, but he kept it up because the worst thing to do in those situations is delete it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, no, uh, I'm no huge fan of him, but I do agree with you guys. If you look for the right places to find a sponsor, you can. I think Scalespeeder, though, in the comments had a good point, though. Maybe he's looking for a much bigger payoff because of his audience he does have. Yeah. Frankie on PC has a huge audience. And maybe he has been approached by sponsors, but the payout was so little, it wasn't worth his effort <laughs> to take them on. Because he's not going to have like eight sponsors in one video, right? No, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So, and that's the thing too, because as Frankie's grown, I I believe he's sourced out to third-party <coughs> groups editing his videos. I'm not sure if he still does it himself, but I'm pretty I, sure I, he does. I, okay, because I was gonna say on such a large level, like once you start getting into that higher subscriber count, you you are forced to make out more content, higher content. And you have that pressure on you, which I could see he was talking about, you know, and it's very hard because you have to appeal to the audience, or else they will stop watching and then for some youtubers that's their only source of income and revenue so yeah. they really have to bend over backwards and go like knee and foot to really do this kind of stuff because if they if they lose this that could be their 
hydro bill going right there. I would like to point yeah. out in his rant, he talked about his editing skills, not someone else's. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's, yes, that's true. The, to me, and this is not a dig at Frankie, you know, if he ever watches this, you know, the podcast, I do want to say that his videos, when I was, you know, back when he was doing on the Armour 2 mod, inspired me to want to play Daisy, and I never could until 2016. Always admired his content, and I admire the bloke for his attention to detail and his productivity and just the quality of his work. Because you can't deny what he makes is good. Oh, it's top-notch. The problem is, it is how often. Back when he was making the videos, you know, before he took off, like, his massive hiatus, it didn't matter too much when you could upload a video. You, you would you'd get a pretty decent payout. Now, not so much. The content... Uh, sorry, the, 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 con like the, the scape of YouTube and, and the platform has changed massively. And I hate to be the one to say it, but he needs to adapt. He might need to scale back in his videos. Maybe like the, these videos that he's got for like that are like an hour long with like so much time and prep needs to be cut down by like half or something like that to make his his content more regular. Once his content yeah. is a lot more regular, then he's going to be able to get more eyes and sponsorships. Like Mark's like, well, I'll use him as an example. He uploads all the goddamn time and he's got nearly 30k subscribers, I believe. And he's got a sponsorship. Frankie's been doing mm -hmm. this for years, and now with it, he's back and he's made some good content. What's the difference between Marks and Frankie? Mm. The regular uploads. Sponsorship. Exactly. Spon sponsors will not touch you if you upload a video once in a blue moon. It's why when Patreon was first introduced, animators jumped ship from YouTube, like the Google AdSense and stuff like that. They jumped ship to Patreon because... They could get paid a lot more regularly and a lot higher because at that time like the whole thing was just changing them consistency that's it alibi it's consistency exactly. don't get me wrong I, again i love his content but he needs to change it up he can't mm -hmm. keep doing yeah. the same thing that he done last time and expect the same results yeah and the times have changed especially on youtube <clears throat> because a lot of short media has become like the normal now a lot of people are doing like reels or shorts or highlights <laughs> and that's just how it is now and mm -hmm. i would wonder how it would be if he took uh if he took a pivot in his content and started doing these short form easy to consume media pieces and i wonder how that would impact his channel because mm -hmm. then he could upload them on a larger frequency but not be able to absolutely overwhelm himself mm -hmm. so. yeah the, the pro and just just to address what McKee said, the problem is with your statement there is that JLK uploads a video at least once, once a month, right? That's still regular enough. Once a month, hour-long videos, forty-minute-long videos, great. That's not that's 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 I would say that's okay. But the problem with Frankie is, is that he's he openly said in that statement twice a year. How how can you make a statement like that and then expect a decent payoff from sponsorships? If you only upload twice a year, you 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 can't. It's it doesn't make no. any sense, like in, in a business standpoint. And also, it's like, to yeah, point out the whole like short time span. There's a direct correlation between how many, how many, how often you post your videos and how consistent it is to the time span people watch your videos. 
uh, if you look at people like you're talking about JLK or even Marx, I bet he has a longer view duration than Frankie does because he posts so often, people want to sit there and watch the videos because it's consistent enough for them to actually do that. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's it. And it's, again, it's not it's not to knock Frankie. I'm, I'm pretty sure if he was to take some time to be like, look, he needs to readdress the content he makes. Or heck, even pitch it in a different way. Because as we know, his videos are cinematic. Absolutely. Like, it tells a really, really good story. The servers that are used um, with all the content that's on it could not possibly be used on a main server. But just the level of detail that's in them and the amount of content is... It's great. But you just need to tone down the videos. Do something different. Or again, uh, there's a bit of feedback coming from your lemons. Pardon me? There was feedback coming from your headphones. Oh, feedback. Myself. There we go. Here's <laughs> it. Is that better? Yeah, that's fine. But, okay. Well, no, it kind of... Oh, it's, it's, it's oh. Just put up a bit. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure if he was to market his material differently, that might help as well. Um, it, it is common knowledge that it is scripted content, but if it was to be like, even just like four videos a year of Daisy movie or something like that, or the, or just something, or heck, yeah. even like twice, like like once every two months, that could gauge a little bit better. Maybe a little bit of, um, maybe a bit like a few bits of content in between to kind of like suffice the space. Just something, to, because at that, at that point, the content becomes a little bit more regular. You get your viewers in, you get your watch time up, sponsors take interest. You you want to say something, Dump? Oh, uh, I was waving hi to Mass, but um, also, oh, right. I think, also, I'm not sure if Frankie, I mean, Frankie already considered this, but he did just come back from a long, long hiatus. Exactly. And yeah. that, as... If I was a business, I wouldn't sponsor you until I had, I had seen content. And if you're only doing two videos a year, the content there, while it's amazing content, I would need to see amazing analytics to even take a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, think of, think of it like this in a real-life situation. Imagine if you're on, like, one of the big booming streets in Toronto. There's a giant billboard sign there. And it's just – it's the it's the best one ever. You, you get so many people walking through there, so much traffic. <laughs> But then they take the billboard down every month. No one's going to want to buy that billboard because it's being taken down for a month. Because although even though it's a great location, great spot, it's a booming area for traffic, it's not up there half the time. You know? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> so you can see the same thing for his videos. His videos like the billboard. You know, if, the, if, he's, if he's taking such big gaps, no one's going to want to buy into that. Mm -hmm. they're they're not able to display their advertising consistently or like we were saying earlier it's not able to make its way out there so and that's it's just it, it seemed and, like and, that and, and again you know if he ever does watch this like not to knock you as a person like you, you've i'm pretty sure a lot of people in the community watched your videos and were inspired by you and a couple of content creators more than likely but you you just got to adapt um, you, you just have to adapt a little bit more go on from there and you know maybe come up with some ideas maybe general gameplay videos or, or something like that or dare I say short well I wouldn't say shorts because that wouldn't really fit with the whole Frankie and PC kind of thing but just something that would mitigate 
the really long videos, the long upload times, just something. And then uh, real not quick. only... Go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt horribly, but I just went to his YouTube page and he has lots of new videos. Four He's... months, five months, six months. Um, they're about once a month. Even if they're not DayZ, he's still putting them out. Well, that's it, yeah. So that's that's fair. That's fair. But obviously, if, you, if you're trying to, you know, correlate in with his post about DayZ content, um, it, it makes sense in regards to that. Even then, if you can yeah. try and upload more videos regularly or something like that, like his, his last DayZ video was let me just quickly double check so i'm not talking utter shit four Think months four. ago four months ago carry yeah. the dead daisy mod let's go back to the mod like with all due respect who cares about that like nobody then his that last was, uh, video mount doom no no there's carrier the dead daisy mod and then you've got escape mount doom daisy namals nearly one million views and then you got Surviving the City of the Dead, 2.9 million. Then you got the Frozen Horde, Namalsk, 1.6 million. Like his DayZ videos are, they get a lot of like a lot of views. But his non DayZ difference when he doesn't put DayZ stuff like when yeah. he posted stuff like for GTFO or for Tarkov, it, his views took a big dip. Like they went, he, he, he went from pushing million views. Like for each one of his videos, he was always getting a million. And now with these newer videos, he's he's barely scratching over three hundred thousand in some of them. Mm -hmm. And and that's just, and that's understandable. It's it's understandable because people they they subscribe for his Daisy content. And I'm not I'm not going to sit yes. here and say you must only do Daisy content. His posts correlate. You know, if he wants to upload whatever he wants, he absolutely can, absolutely. But if you're trying to get a sponsorship for certain things you, you gotta you gotta do it in a certain way don't get us wrong i i mean his last his last upload was three months ago i hope the lad's doing all right don't get us wrong i really really hope he is i'd love to see more daisy content come out from him like whatever he's his, got his working, top video going to be <sighs> yeah his top video was for daisy standalone and it's today it's got over 11 million views rooftop sniper episode yep. three of the standalone yep God, that was that's that insane. was a terrible time, eight years ago. But and and that's the thing. Don't get us wrong. <clears throat> I do want them to upload more, more content, absolutely. Um, but we'll just have to see what happens. Maybe he takes. Maybe he talks to people, gets some advice. Maybe changes up a couple of things. He's trying something. It's not working out compared to his normal views for his daisy content, but. That is expected for any content creator. You you can if if you make content for I'm just going to say for example No Man's Sky, you you play the game all the time every single day, you upload videos twice a month, you get five hundred, six hundred, maybe a million views per video, just as a hypothetical, and then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna switch it up. I'm going to play Escape from Tarkov completely out of left field not going to get as much views but that's your content and if that's what you want to upload more power to you and I do I do hope he is able to successfully adapt to the modern 
YouTube kind of climate. And I do wish him the best. I absolutely do. And again, if he does watch this, I, I hope he doesn't think I'm attacking him because I'm absolutely not. I love the guy. But yeah. But yeah. One Come person on. he yeah. reminds me of is the Russian Badger. I'm not sure if you know who he is. The name rings a bell. He, does a, he, he used to do a lot of Siege videos, but he does a variety of stuff and he kind of, it's kind of, he kind of rubs me the same way that I think this video is um, Frankie wants his videos to be like. And I feel like if he took an approach that um, Badger did, he would get a lot more success when he tried to stray away from other videos because he plays a variety of stuff. Like he'll be playing he Left 4 Dead one day, he'll be playing World of Tanks the other day, and then he'll be on like Rainbow Six Siege, which are completely different games, but he always manages to get over a million views on them. Mm -hmm. So I think... <laughs> I think like if Frankie took a page out of his book and some of the ways that he set up his his content, that could be beneficial. And the other thing mm -hmm. too is, like um like uh, Button Basher in the chat said, he doesn't he doesn't have time to watch them for like the really long ones. And yeah. that's the issue with Frankie's content is it's just very long. And as the years have changed, it's just long format videos are just not really much of a thing anymore. People prefer to have that easy to consume, like short 10, 15 minute videos, you know, or even, even less than that. And that's, that's something where Frankie really shined because he had <coughs> high quality content, high production content mm. that is similar to like the stuff that Frankie or that Frankie did, but it was shorter and he posted it a lot more frequently. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that's it. And, but, Whatever Frankie does decide to do with his channel, again, gotta wish him the absolute best. He's an he's an OG. Absolutely. Great. Absolutely. I I can't wait to see what Daisy content he does bring up. I really really can't wait. But I I do kind of want to move on, um, from Frankie because we talked about it a hell of a lot, a hell of a long time, mm -hmm. and it's a really interesting topic. Maybe we'll touch on it another day. You know, if he ever reacts, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Uh, also, hi, Frank. But um, <laughs> something that quite interested me, again, on the on the Reddit, and Dump, I am very interested to hear about your opinion on this. Should Daisy have GPSs? So, the user on the Daisy subreddit posted by unreal underscore dream three days ago i think they should remove the tourist map and instead give us a gps map device should be a rare item and should also show where your friends are at if they also have the same device what do you think now i'll say what i think first and then we'll go on keep the tourist map don't let other people like you aren't you i, I don't think you should be able to see where other players are but you should be able to see where you are. Think of it as kind of like, you got the tourist map, you're on the coast. You find one, you have to figure out where you are. Then you get into like the higher tier zones, like you're really in the map, and you find a GPS device. You power it, you have, you know, you have to power it, you can attach it to yourself, but you have to use it in your hand to, to have like a, like a similar system as the tourist map. So your your vision get obscured by the map, but you can see where you are exactly. And I think that should be the extent of it. So that way you do have a form of 
uh, of an upgrade path, I guess you could say from tourist map where you kind of have to like, you know, figure out everything where you're going on. And then whereas when you got the GPS, it's a lot more helpful, but you are still hindered by the game mechanics where you can't be armed. You can't just press M or something like that to bring up the GUI and stuff like that. You still have to be on your toes. You still have to hide somewhere to check exactly where you are and go on from there. That's what I think. Take it away, Dump. No, I I think the idea is a bit, for lack of a better word, naive. Right. It's coming from somebody who wants Daisy to have a buddy system, a friend system or whatever, and that's kind of not what Daisy is going for. However, I'm not against the idea of a GPS in the game, as mm -hmm. long as the GPS works like real-life wilderness GPSs. And the way wilderness GPSs work is... When I boot up a GPS, it tells me coordinates on me, myself. It pings a satellite and tells me my X and Y coordinates on the world. and orients me. And then I open a map and I can find myself, right? So my suggestion is you need to have a tourist map. And when you have a GPS, when you open your tourist map, it tells you where you are. And this theoretically is your player using the coordinates of the map to find yourself. And you can be a big red dot in the area you're at. It doesn't give you precise coordinates where you're at, but it gives you a general area. And then you can use things like road signs, uh, town signs, and stuff like that to really narrow it down. That is what I would like to see. And it's very simple. All you have to do is have a GPS, a map, and a battery. That's an actually interesting take. I like that. Uh, so, uh, oh, see, you that's... were expecting, huh? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, but um, Lemons, what do you think, mate? What do you think? So when I saw this here, let me know if I got any feedback coming in on my side. But um, when I when I saw this, I had a, I had something shooting in my head, and it was with I think it was either one dot sixteen or one dot seventeen. But um, they added the feature for you to disable the three D function or enable the three D function for tourist maps. So that it wouldn't open that clunky GUI, and it would instead just open it in your hand, so you could actually view it like an item. If they were to implement the GPS, what I think they should do is make it so that by default, the tourist map opens up in 3D, but then the GPS uses that GUI from the old tourist map. It would make a lot more sense because it's it feels a lot more digital using that, and opening up in your hands should be the default for the tourist maps because a lot of people even on console it is a hell of a challenge to even to use tourist maps if you if right. you use that old system it's just way too clunky and we don't have the proper um stuff to be able to run it properly okay and having it like that would be it would just make a lot of sense you know they they would be able it would give them a chance to revitalize their systems because it is a bit older their their map system like the the digital version it is a bit older and it does need a bit of love 100 percent. but this would give them the opportunity to revitalize that and renew it and then they could see that incorporated into the gps because i feel like mm -hmm. it would be a lot more suitable for that because if anyone here has used the tourist map with that enabled it just feels like you're looking through a satellite map or a GPS map, you know? So I feel it would be a lot more better to use it as like a digital thing with a GPS tracker instead mm -hmm. of having it with the tourist map and just having the tourist map as like a low tier item you can open up and look. 
because then it would force you to want to upgrade because I'm not sure how many people on console have used that new feature, but it's amazing to be able to see the map in a 3D space, but it's still difficult to be able to use it for navigation. Just like mm -hmm. in real life, you're going down the streets with this big map in your hands, you know, trying to um, get yourself through. I see no issue. It would, <laughs> yep, yep. It would force the progression of players to go down to higher tiered areas to get that digital version. Mm -hmm. So, what are your thoughts on that? I like both ideas. I, I like I like dumps. I, I like dump girls' ideas because it's it's more intricate and it's more authentic, right? And that's great, you know. And I mean, I've never used the wilderness GPS, so I, obviously I have to take your word for it. Um, and then on a gameplay balance for like a general player, I, I like I like Lemons' idea. All I can think of, instead of like a typical, you know, military style GPS or whatever, a car GPS instead. Now that usually has like a, a top down view. It's a road view only kind of like terrain or whatever. That would be something that is like, okay, it's not a military thing. Sure. But it's more like, it's more civilian. It's more like high, like higher tier civilian. It's maybe something that spawns only in the big cities or maybe spawns on cars and it's a rare spawn. It's like, oh shit, I've got a car GPS and it's like, your icon is actually like a little ladder or something like that, like top-down view of a little ladder. That would be fucking hilarious. But I, 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 like, I like the ideas of being able to use more than just a tourist map without being able to just press M. Now, I know a couple of modded servers, I, I know Genesis, they have a system where it's like, you get the tourist map, you use it as normal brilliant but then you get a gps i believe and then you can see where you're on the map which is great mm -hmm. that's cool but you you take it another step further where if you have a pen that's when you can put like positions markings down. on it markings yep. exactly yeah. now, and it's great i, I like that idea yeah. and it's like I, I, I think that's a, I think that's a cool idea of how Genesis done, and if something like Sim oh, yeah. can be used for for vanilla, maybe a little bit more intricate. I think I think personally it'll be a good a good addition. I know that Daisy already yeah. has a GPS model from Armor Two in the game that's mm -hmm. unused. Um, so maybe you know BI, you know GPSs go on level upgradeability, please. <laughs> Or even seeing a mod like that, I'd love to see someone make like a full mod for that, like a a proper mod, not like one where, like you were saying, where you press M and it pulls up this whole thing. One where it's just <laughs> it, it would be pretty like if I was yeah. if I was to do something like my way, it would be pretty simple because all you'd be doing is kind of hijacking the tourist map, and then at that point you just you wouldn't even have to, if you really want to be sloppy, you didn't have to change the animation. You would just have to somehow specify that it it opens the 3D map on the tourist map item, or sorry, not on the tourist map item, on the GPS item, but not on the tourist map. And so at a modding sense, that would be somewhat simple, and it would be just like a really simple thing to throw together, and you wouldn't even have to change the GUI that they've already provided for the tourist map you would just make it so that it would only open when you're using that item. And I'm not sure I don't have experience doing that and specifying much with the tourist map and how they've managed to do that with items and making items be able to go into that GUI. Mm -hmm. But to do something like that, 
I feel like that would just be a cool little quality of life thing where it still feels like it has like that kind of daisy feel to it. Yeah. I know a lot of people on console have loved the ability for the 3D maps because I don't know how Daisy does it, but it, I think it has to do with their graphic settings. But you lose a lot of the features of the map when you go onto lower hardware. I'm not sure if you knew that, but the actual satellite map loses a lot of its features once you go down in hardware. And I've tested it out. I'm not sure like what setting manages that. But if you're on a crappy computer or an older Xbox, the map looks completely different. It just looks like a blank white thing. There's no proper terrain to it. And you just see white checkers with, with town names. And like you can see like the road, the roads and stuff like that. And but if you go to like if I was to go on a brand new com- a computer look at it that I knew was specced out and was more than good for Daisy, it looks like a full map that has like colors and you can see like the trails and the roads and stuff. So I it's very interesting to see that and I hope that mm-hmm. they would go through and change that. Because in its current state, it's pretty much unusable on console to have it like that. That's so you're shame. pretty much forced to yeah. put it into the three D version. Where you just view it opening up in your hand, so it's like the third, it's the, it's the third person view model, but you can see it in first person. Oh yes, yes, so, yes, I know what you mean. Yes, yes. yeah. So it's we've we've been forced to do that recently because it's just it's unusable. It's so clunky and it's so laggy to try and navigate through that, mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty much impossible in last gen. Like if you're on like the original Xbox up until yeah. before the series got released, you can't use maps. And I know I'm not sure if um, <laughs> Scale yeah, Speeder's here, but um, I, I feel like he would. Uh, really uh really know that yeah pain with that overall some really really cool interesting ideas and all i can think of now is having a gps in your hand and if you power it and you use it and a gui does appear it doesn't show the entire map it only shows like a kilometer square of where you're at so even then, you still have to kind of figure out, okay, so I'm in the middle of the woods. I've got a little bit of a town here, a town there. I've got a river here. Right. Tourist map. Use that. <laughs> and go on from yep. there. That's all I can think of using right now. Like, th- yeah. It's kind of like, it's like the, it's like the maps in Minecraft where you can craft it. Like, I know this is kind of going off a bit, but <laughs> the, maps, the maps in Minecraft, they yeah. have different sizes. So yeah. if you were to make one, it would only do a certain like a hundred by a hundred block radius. But if you could actually, you can upgrade the, the map so they go yes. bigger. Yeah, and what you have to do is you actually have to go across the map to uncover them. And it's like it's been used in other games as well, like Grand Theft Auto and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But yeah. to see something like that potentially be put into DayZ would add a progression system where players have to explore the map and they're forced to adventure to unlock stuff and be able to better use their tourist maps. Would be interesting. Would be interesting. Like a like a northwest side map, east northeast side map kind of stuff, and then that would be that would be fairly interesting. I wonder if that would ever be possible. But I just don't. Yeah. Do you have anything more to add to that dump? Uh, I just wanted to point out to people who may be watching this now or later. Just remember, folks, if Daisy ever does add in the GPS device and you don't like that one bit, there's nothing stopping you from making a not spawn. Well, that's it. If you, if you don't like something in Daisy, just turn it off in the XML, and that is it. The and types is your best friend. 
<laughs> the types I hate the types I, I just can't understand that fucking file <laughs> I hate it you ever want to see a deer in the headlights for lad just show them the types <laughs> <laughs> but yes um, now something I want to run by everybody in chat <clears throat> as we know what's coming up on Tuesday Tuesday the 17th BI is going to be unveiling the new armor title, most likely, or armor platforms they've changed their Twitter. Now, I know you guys are going to be watching it wherever you may be. We have discussed about the potential idea of ourselves streaming on the day, on that time, for our reactions, and then to maybe talk about it um, on stream. If that's something that interests you guys, Please let us know, because this is something we've all been waiting for for a long time. More information about Infusion, what is going to come next. And I'm... I'll speak for myself here. I am very, very excited. <laughs> There's going to be some really, really cool things coming up, so if that's something that interests everybody in chat... Do let us know, talk, we'll be mentioning it in the Discord as well, we'll be proposing it to people, so if it gets enough traction, you know, if enough people say, yes, we want to watch it, watch it and talk about it on, on that day, we will. Um, we'll go forward with that, we'll set up something, um, and then we could possibly talk about it a little bit again during next week's podcast. Um... More knowledge, more knowledge, more gains! But... Well, that's it. So, um, but yeah, so that's kind of the idea. Um, I proposed to Dump Ground Project Lemons and they were like, yep, that's, you know, it's a pretty good idea. Let's go for it. So, but again, if you guys don't want to watch that, we won't do it. We'll just continue our normal programming, um, for next week and we'll just talk about our reactions then. But what to give you guys the opportunity to weigh in on something like that. Now, what do you guys think about this new announcement? It kind of came out of nowhere a little bit, in my opinion. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about it? It's cool. It's cool to see that they're doing this stuff. And, like, it was definitely unexpected. I know a lot of people were losing hope that Arma 4 was going to happen. You know? <laughs> mm. So... I know a lot of people were still holding hope, and hopefully, I know we're all hoping for an Arma 4, but it could be something different, you know, it could be something else within the Arma universe, you know. Hopefully it's not another uh, Arma Mobile Ops 2. Oh, that would be a kick in the teeth, wouldn't it? Oh yep. yeah, I'm going to cancel yep. all the spawn. By the way! <laughs> yep. Yeah, that, that would be Brand a new one. Yeah. But it would be interesting to see if it's a different title, you know, maybe it's an Arma something. It's not just called Arma 4, it's called Arma insert title here. Kind of like mm -hmm. how Call of Duty's gone through and they've got their Black Ops series and they've got their Modern Warfare series and all different stuff. It'd be cool if Arma maybe split off into doing those kind of things. Yeah. You know. Well, that's it. I mean, we we do know about Arma Reforger. That was leaked when, when was that leaked? What, like last year, the year before? Uh, yeah, but, but not by them. Somebody else. Yeah, yeah, somebody obviously talk, like done it. So we, we know it's been coming for a mile off. 
but it's been a lot of time since then before like the leak and, and now this and yep. you know bi has been talking steadily about infusion for the past few months they talked about porting some infusion systems into daisy like the vehicle stuff where the hell is it come on guys get on that please you know as you guys said you know you know weeks not months you know, yep. or, or sorry, no, more accurate, not months, weeks. There we go. That's the canonical <laughs> version. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I am excited to see what they do discuss about it because we know Infusion's going to be coming out on consoles as well, um, and talking about the platform of like how modding is going to be done in the future. I can already guarantee that we will see helicopters and planes flying massive explosions probably battleships or something like that um yep. stuff like that so it's gonna be it's going to be a very interesting stream i think um, yes and it's gonna be interesting to see how they get through the development policies on uh like they were put in place by microsoft and sony <laughs> i'm i'm curious if they'll i i think that if anything if they release future tiles that have modding, it'll probably be like a Microsoft only th only thing because Sony is very, very strict with the way yeah. it goes. Yes. So I'd assume that if it was to have its debut on console, it would be a Microsoft only thing, so only Xbox. But I would be interesting uh, interested to see what they do because they would technically, or they would not technically, but they would have to go through and have talks with Microsoft to make uh, licensing agreements and all this different stuff and the big thing is at, like as i've said before with the way microsoft functions you can't have any multiplayer sdk games mm -hmm. support third party modding because it just has to it's there's so much stuff and it's just the legality of it yeah and that's why if anyone here plays on xbox the only games that have modding are skyrim and fallout and that's because those are both single player games Yes. They don't have Makes access sense. to Xbox Live. So it would be interesting to see how they incorporate it, or even if um, Bohemia released a single-player game to console, and that's how they were able to add modding in. So it's definitely going to be very interesting to see how they approach and how they deal with these big companies to get to some sort of end goal. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, definitely. What, what, what do you think, Don? Because I know, I know as somebody who, you know, you do a lot of scripting, what do you think about Infusion and what they could potentially show off? Oh, I think they're going to show off a whole slew of things that are going to make all of us modders drool to the floor. <laughs> However, I think uh, Project Lemons might be onto something. It's going to be called Arma Zombies. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been still on that one the whole time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> either way, it's going to be fun. The reason why it's going to be fun is because it's going to be honestly, well, they're probably going to talk a lot about how the infusion engine is affecting and going to be possibly amazing for Arma and the future of Arma. It's also going to give us all DayZ modding junkies and players a glimpse of the future of what is possible. <laughs> because let's be honest, unless BI comes out and cynically states that we are going to go full infusion with DayZ, we're going to get rid of the RD. Uh, engine and go full infusion daisy will have improvements yes but it will always be limited by the fact that rd still exists inside of it yeah and we probably will be seeing what the future of arma 
unofficial Daisy mods will become with the talk about the future of Arma. And I believe that's what is most important to me is to see what the future is. Because like Lad said, if Arma Reforger or Arma 4 comes out, I'm buying it day one just to get access to the tools. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I'm such an idiot. Now, now I just sent you something I, here, Lad. Uh, yes, I was just about yes. to... I was, I was wanting to hear about what Dump thought about it first before I show it, because Skillspeeder has also sent it across. Uh, and I, I saw somebody in chat mentioned this, and I was like, percent plus five equals 22. Um, I will share my screen with you guys as well. I believe that was Skillspeeder that said that as well. Yes, yes, thank you, Skillspeeder. Yeah. Now, speculation time. I think the 22 <laughs> means the 22nd of this month. Why do I, I think that? No idea, because that's a fucking Sunday. They're going to be closed. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no. I think Scotty helped, helped write this. Oh, no doubt. No. Marek has easily just decided to go, Scotty, do this shit for me. Cause this mess is, with them. Yeah, this is going to mess with a lot of people. Now, look, I mean, look at the screenshot. This is... Wow. Damn, lad. Get on that level. Ah, one day. But, like... But look at it. This is... I know it's just a screen. That's ray tracing. It's gotta be something. Because it's beautiful. Mate, if Daisy ever gets imported to Fallen Fusion, ray tracing... Oh, my God. Ray tracing Daisy. Holy shit. (laughs) That is going yeah. to be fucking amazing. But not just <laughs> ray alone, but the optimizations that would come to console if they were to move to a full infusion would be great because a lot of people talk about it and a lot of people know it, but AZ was not optimized properly for Xbox. They just did a, like, I'm not trying to like put anything bad on them, but they did yeah. kind of sloppily port the game to Xbox. They did not, yes. They that's where they ended off. They put it onto Xbox and PlayStation. They didn't do anything to actually optimize it. So there's a lot of things that just stopped working. Like I was saying with the tourist maps or just things that just aren't running accordingly that you would get a much better experience using on PC. And I wish they would have taken a longer time to properly optimize stuff and get stuff working with the hardware that they had. But I mm-hmm. believe that if they were to move it to Infusion, it would probably run a lot smoother absolutely i mean here's the like they've said infusion has console in mind they're doing it for everything it's supposed to be where it works everything you put it it's supposed to be like a versatile tool you can put on console pc put in your grandma's backyard it'll just work you know so i think that they're really trying to step it up and i'm looking forward to seeing what this will cause both for console and pc because this could be very big, you know, or it's not, it it's, could, could be, it will be. I was, very just, big, about to say, I was just about to say, no, <laughs> this, whatever this, whatever they're going to show off, is going to be big. And again, like, even though I am very excited, I still have to look at everything with a grain of salt. Because, yes, the stuff that obviously going to show off is going to be one of the best parts. But what if it turns out that we still have some of the same limitations that we currently have? Then it's going to be a bit of a, it's going to be a bit, 
disappointing. However, I do not believe that at the same time, all these years of development, developing this engine, and they're going to have the same limitations. I don't think that will be the. I don't think that will be the case. But at the same Dark time. <laughs> but at the same time. I'll just be clear. Mm. I'll cry if they only up the vertice limit by like five thousand. <laughs> May honestly, I'll be so fucking pissed. <laughs> I would be so upset. But I'm regardless. I'm still excited. 17 plus 5 equals 22. All I, somebody said that uh, the ori original Operation Flashpoint was released on 22nd of June. One is the 22nd of June next month. Wednesday. We always get updates on Wednesdays or something like that during the week and days. Tuesdays, so. Wednesdays, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get a fucking... Yeah. <laughs> But we'll we'll see what is said on Tuesday, but I'm very, very excited and I hope everybody else in chat is as well. Um Yes, I'm gonna get to that DOJ. Shush your face. No, it wasn't. Was it not Ice Blade? Was I speaking shit? Probably. Whoops. I should have done my homework. I'm sorry. Uh when did Operation Flashpoint actually come out then? Hello. You can cat. Say hi. <gasps> I'm just gonna put no keep the cat, they missed the cat. Operation <laughs> <laughs> flashpoint release. Second. June June twenty second, two thousand and one. Yeah, so I was right. Oh well I wasn't talking about the year, I was talking about the twenty second of June. Shut up. <laughs> No, but, but, <laughs> but, uh, either way, I am, I'm very excited to see what we do have going for us in the future. Um, we'll most likely definitely stream the reactions live, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But we'll, 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 like I said, I'll put it in the discord as well and we'll go on from there. Now... Something which came on kind of last minute, which I am very excited to talk about, because I always love this guy's qualities of life suggestions. And to be fair, I've been a big fan of his for years, and he's liked my content before, so <laughs> hi, Asmondian. <laughs> so Asmondian released another quality of life list. Part four. Hopefully it never ends. And there's a lot of stuff to go through here. Absolutely massive ton. We'll try and go through everything as quick as we possibly can. Get some gr uh, brief opinions on... I know I know you two, you guys were talking about it quite extensively when I was setting up the stream. So it was like... I, I'm very interested in stuff that you guys talked about. Just want to make sure that you guys can see it. <clears throat> so there we go <coughs> sorry my chest's starting a bit so if I go quiet for any reason people it's just because I'm having a coffin fit so here are my 50 quality of life suggestions Soviet Plash 
Palatka, Tarp Fabric Poncho. Be very interesting and useful to have a craftable plush. Pl pl I, I said it once, I can't say it again. That goes in a backpack slot offering high insulation value and waterproof protection. Okay, it's quite a bit of information. I, I do, I, like, what, what do you guys think about this? Because I, I, I'm surprised we don't have something that we can use the tarp more than an improvised shelter. I really, I really like what they're doing with this, right? While I like his suggestions, mm -hmm. and it's all stuff that could see its way into Daisy. He's not, he's not suggesting anything that's like out of this world. That's like some crazy mod item. Like he's not saying, add BMWs to the game, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's stuff that could very well see its way in, and it's stuff where if I saw it, I would think that oh, that was already in there, you know. It's especially recently. Um, the developers like Bohemia has taken a pivot towards trying to make more craftable items, and I'm yeah. assuming you guys could all see that within 1.16, 1.17, oh, and yes. presumably 1.18 as well, whenever that comes out. But um, I've got to say that they're really trying to add a lot more stuff that's craftable, and, and that could tie in with what they were saying with having more interactive items or map interactive items, but. I could totally see them taking an approach to adding stuff like this because it just adds more recipes to the game and it makes players want to utilize items more. Mm -hmm. It's like earlier when we were talking about adding in like the item stands and stuff. It's just, it's persuading, or not even, it's just giving, it's giving players that little nudge to actually go and do stuff. You know, they're not just going to be looting, they're going to be crafting. You know, they're going to be building up their stuff. It's like, if if you get if you drop someone in the middle of a forest, they should be able to still thrive and not have to go through towns and cities looting, you know? Yes. And they're really trying to do that. They're really trying to make it so you can thrive and survive throughout these towns, or not the towns, but throughout the forest, you know? Right. So you don't have to necessarily <coughs> rely on looting through towns, looting through cities, so you can be a, you can be your own bush wookie. <laughs> so, I definitely like that. And I hope that they incorporate something like this. Like, even mm -hmm. wearing, like, pelts, you know? It'd be so nice to be able to wear pelts on your back. Yes. That's kind of going a bit, like, Red Dead style, but it would be cool to see something like that. And I oh, know, Dump, I think yeah. you would, uh, I think you might agree with that as well. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking hell yeah. I'm all, I'm all for more crafting stuff. This would be an excellent addition. Now yeah. this now we won't go through every single one because we we are obviously pressed for time. So there'll be a couple that I want to address. The next one is the precise positioning. I absolutely hate that. You know we don't have a transparency thing for when we do have the bigger um objects. Um, absolutely. Now, now I know dump that you've done quite a bit of stuff of like placing before, so I, I do want to hear about your insight on this. Uh, it would be very easy for the uh, devs to do this. So there is um, a LOD called uh, Player Point of View. It Vlad has used it many times in making his weapons. But you literally can put in a model in there that is different than the um, resolution model. And that model can be what people see when they have it in their hands in first person. So what they could easily do is they can make it so when you trigger the placement function, that uh, material is switched out with a transparent material. And it's mm -hmm. very easy to do. Daisy already has everything set up for it. So I think this is an easy quality of life that Daisy could easily incorporate into 1.18 without a doubt. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think I think we are in dire need of something like this because, it, I mean, obviously with the thread being quality of life, this is just like, it's a no-brainer. It's an absolute no-brainer. And it only affects the first-person view. You are right. It's the uh, view pilot, uh, LOD. And all you'd have to do is to do something with maybe like a hidden selection or just something like that. And even then you can just do the transparency stuff or maybe make it switch materials based on if you are activating the placement or just something, you know? Could be or some like really good example and stuff. My good example of this that is already in the game is we all know fireplaces, right? Yeah. You know how the wood can be a solid wood and then it can start to be dark and glow red? Yes. That is called a material material switch, and they already yeah. do it, so they can easily do it here. Easily, definitely. And so, get on that bi, please. <laughs> For the love of God, I think yeah. just don't cross that zone. No. Um, now the next one, the uh, flag guns, higher altitude, longer duration. Yeah, I mean, I like uh, Kafina's mod for this, and it's again, it's 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 one of those things where I feel like you can have. Then again, I don't know enough about flares to get an informed opinion, so I'm just going to say what's in my mind right now. Where there'll be like different flare types with different durations, so you've got one that'll last for like what we have now, and then you'll have like a different flare of the same color, and it'll stay to its like <coughs> the different duration on it, so you can use it based on your needs. So if it's something like you know, a short, you know, short distance away, and you need to use it, then you can use the one that we currently have. Um, uh, or if you need something that's more long distance, or maybe something that's in, you're in a firefight at night, then you can use the longer one. I think that'll be really. It almost one. sounds like a feature that I would see in Dumb Cross mod. You know, it almost sounds like that kind of <laughs> ammunition ammunition making mod item. <clears throat> I, uh, and you should you I, should totally add that though. By the way, Dumb, that would be pretty cool. I know we I, we've, we've talked Kofina's about that already before. Already done it. Yeah, Kafina's already done. True. it. He's already made a mod for that. But he I... didn't make them craftable. Go suggest it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 all I can think of right now is I remember when I made it so shotguns can shoot flares. Oh no. Do you know what it's like <laughs> using a, f a flare with a Vega shotgun that's fully automatic with a 20 round drum? It's brilliant. Destroys your performance. But it's brilliant. <laughs> now, now hear I me out. I want to see that. Imagine see using that. imagine using the three hundred round KAM debug <laughs> drum mag, Hell and yes. fill it, making that so you shot out. Because I, I know it just shoots tracers, but making it so you could shoot flares <laughs> out of that. Imagine the chaos that would ensue having that brilliant. on full auto. Oh, be fantastic! <laughs> That'd be awesome. Now we talked about this last week. Player animations external clue when managing your inventory. We talked about it last week, so I won't touch on it much, but I still want this idea. I think it'll be really, really cool. And, you know, if you want to, like, uh, maybe trick people or something like that, um, could have something yeah. in your hotbar, and then it instantly pulls out, but I don't know. That'll have That's to be... That's what I because one, on. one big issue I saw is so many people were complaining that that would ruin PvP situations where someone was maybe... <laughs> You were being held hostage or something, you want to pull out a gun, and they'd see that you were going to make a slip, and they would shoot you. But nobody seemed to take into account that you can literally just... I hope you're okay, lad. <laughs> okay, good, good. But I just... 
nobody really took into account that you can just easily hop bar it, or you, we have the weapon wheel or the item wheel on console, you know? So it would just be a simple throw in your wheel, because you wouldn't have to go into your inventory. It's just a simple click, a simple key, a simple switch, and you've got the item in your hand, you know? Yeah. So a lot of people, I think, were just being very critical of it because of that, but it's such a simple thing where you can just put in your hop bar, you know? <laughs> now, now, this one here, I absolutely... 100% agree with increase the crafting cross uh, crafting cost and decrease the durability of fear trapping because right now they are unfortunately OP that that they just are nobody's and... noticed either or at least on console nobody's noticed to <laughs> utilize them and they just think that they're mm -hmm. crappy like you just put a newspaper on your feet but they are <laughs> amazing they are very very good Oh no, they sure dump are. But What do you think about that? They're just way OP. Mm -hmm. Huh. I'm not totally sure. Do you guys know how long it takes right now for us to go from pristine to ruined when you're running around in these? I think it's the same value of you know like the, the off brand Converse shoes. I think the so they're pretty weak. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the same as those ones, like those high top Converse shoes that fall apart really easily. I think it's the same, around the same. It may be a little less, but I think it's around that area. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not sure what the actual totally, name of those are. I would but. be totally cool with increasing the cra crafting cost and maybe making them not repairable. I can agree with that. Making them non repairable. Yeah, yeah I, I can definitely actually agree with that because it's like. If you increase the crafting costs just a little bit, you are still able to easily, relatively craft them, you know? Sure, it then the only issue is, whatever, but... it would be like a continuity issue between that and the other clothing do items, the, or the, not the, the, the craftable clothing items. That's what I was saying. So if they were going to do that, they should disable yes, they should being able to do it for every single one, but increase mm -hmm. the crafting <laughs> cost and make it so they could maybe last longer so you get a little bit more out of it. You no, know, I would increase you the durability. Repair it. At all. Okay. I, okay. I keep the durability what it is. I'd increase the crafting cost, you know, instead of two, it's now three or four. And then That's I would make it so it's not repairable. Mm, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can actually or, agree with that. Or better yet, make it so um, it takes more racks to do. You can still repair them, but they take up a lot more inventory. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Balancing is hard. On that one. It, it actually mm. is, yeah. Now, these two, open cans by hitting them on a rock. Dump, you've done this. I remember very fucking well that you've done this before, and I loved it. Uh, mask attachment slot for backpacks and belts. Mass has done this for his bags, which I, in, I, I'm surprised it's not done yet. You could easily do it that with be. any kind of bag. It absolutely should be, definitely. Um, grenades automatically attach the grenade slot. Yes, there should be. Epinephrine abuse, negative effects and overdose. Epinephrine has gone from being a medical item to a military tool where players stockpile large amounts of them to use one after another, perpetuating their stamina in an unrealistic way during combat. The concept behind my suggestion is precisely to try and avoid this abuse by generating some kind of punishment. This could be with an overdose effect, shock damage, reducing the duration boost with the second application or permanent stock max for 50% to 10 minutes, making it easier to go unconscious after being hit, or by adding a general stamina reduction after the epi effect, for a period of two to five minutes, if you applied more than one epinephrine within ten minutes, 
Again, the main idea is to find a way to counteract its abuse by relating it to an effect that it would produce in reality. I don't use Epi's that much, but I can understand this quality of life suggestion because it it does happen. I do I do no. recall in the Malsk I abused the shit out of EpiPens to do the uh, to do the runs, the I Athena runs yeah. all the time. <clears throat> I feel like I if they were to add that suggest- in it should be something that's done for every single medical item, you know? Nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the should be... I was going to be... say, I would, I would simplify it. I would say that if you use an EpiPen, when that EpiPen effect runs out, your guy is out of breath for like 30 to 40 seconds. It like <laughs> destroys you. Because I don't care who you are, if you run for that long on a high, the minute that high goes away, you're wrecked. Yes. Yeah. This one but here? it would be nice though, because you could use that as combat. Like maybe if you wanted to overdose somebody, you could hit them with those epipens, or if you wanted to just like feed them, force feed them pills, it would, or even if you just want to kill yourself, you know, it would just give an extra mechanic because sometimes depending on where you are, it could be difficult to find a means of respawning. So if you could just easily go into <laughs> a star of life or a hospital, grab some Cody and just keep popping them, so you could get an easy respawn, that would be that could be a pretty good functionality option, you know. Mm-hmm. Now this here, bandaging, continuous cycle when you have multiple wounds. Um, Mass has achieved this, and it is brilliant. It is. It's just a game changer, and it makes things so much easier to work around. Um, Logging in, anti-glitching, and anti-combat log. I know there's been a ton of mods that have done something like this. I think New Dawn used to have this when you'd spawn in... um, and for a certain amount of time, you have to um, you have to wait, and then you have to do an action. I'm pretty sure you did because I was stuck in a cave no. once. Did was it not? Was it? I'm pretty sure. No, we had a anti uh, <coughs> we had an anti loading building building glitch prevention. That was the one. It would stay black for like ten seconds until all the buildings loaded it in, and then you would be able to see. Yes, that was it. Thank you. I couldn't I couldn't exactly remember. Um, <clears throat> wooden crits. <laughs> This is a suggestion I've been holding. Uh, I haven't actually read this one. This is a suggestion that I've been holding onto continuously by trying different approaches because I really think that the wooden crates are very OP in a game like DZ. I still believe we need a general nerf for wooden crates. So that therefore, after proposing a general reduction of its size and persistence time, the suggestion is now to increase the requirements for its construction, raising the number of nails needed from sixteen to thirty-two. Yes, easily, because that way it's like. Well, oh, mind you. With one box, it's like on average like seventy odd nails. So two lots of nails, yeah. like one box, two crates. Yeah, I, I think that's all right. Now, mind you, with this kind of change, though, they would also have to do some other small tweaks here and there with base building, because it only takes, I think, eighteen nails to build one part. Of a wall that's the frame and the parts if you build a bottom part of a yeah, wall they would it's... have to increase everything else exactly to coincide the same level yeah <clears throat> yeah now one that i want to talk about while we're going down the list is number 37 having the ability to be able to put tents on people's backs i feel like that's a really cool thing i know we were kind of experimenting and talked about this earlier but i think that would be a very cool thing that could see its way into the game it was as we in. were exactly it was it already is. in the game and it's something that is just such a no-brainer that it would allow for people to easily travel it's like as modian said in his um his um 
post for that or his little comment or his little section. He said that people are limited to where they can build bases because they can't just grab all their base supplies and run with it, you know. They would have to hold that tent in their hand and walk it wherever you're going. And if you don't have a car, that's really difficult. Yeah. But if you're able to just throw a tent on your back, it can make you base in locations where you may necessarily not have been before because you actually have that ability to walk around with open hands to get out and get going in places. Yes. So Absolutely. I feel like it would just make the maneuverability a lot easier <clears throat> because as you know when you're holding heavy objects you're you have such a big weight penalty and you just can't really run or do much. So having it on your back would just make it so much more easier. Yeah, definitely. Now this one, dynamic events, I actually had this idea and for lots of different servers and none has managed to do it yet, which is a shame. Dynamic events, but in this case, there's an abandoned night camp with fireplaces. Now, my idea was like a pretty messed up um, camp and the, you would be drawn to it by gunshots. Maybe like a bear roll or something and gunshots. So it'll make you go there. And when you go there, the fireplace is still going. There's loot around the place. that You go in the tents, there's some loot in there and maybe food or something like that. Nothing like extremely like high military. It is just a general survivor's camp. Something like this would be really, really cool for not only the high pop servers, but for low pop. Because then it's like, you know it's low pop. But you're still on your toes and then if you hear a bunch of gunshots it's like oh shit i'm gonna go i'm gonna go where that is and then you find this camp and it's like sure you weren't in a pvp situation but you were rewarded for you exploring like a potential scenario and i, I like it I, I i think we need more dynamic events in the game because what we've got the helicopters and we've got the police cars yeah. And, and surprisingly, That's it. something like, like what you're saying with these dynamic events could technically be possible even through console right now with what we have. It would be a little sketchy how you would do it, but technically you can make an event and then if you wanted multiple things to be in that event, you could just have them all as children and have it spawn at only one area only. Yeah. So if you wanted to have a dynamic <coughs> event, you could set it to one spawn point and the event spawns. And then have the children as the other items that would be spawning there. So if you wanted like a tent and a campfire, yes. you would have the tent and campfire as children for the event. So you can make it so that you could have this entire scene set up, and it could be technically dynamic. So it could despawn, it could respawn. So it's not yes. something that's always there. And then if you wanted, like as you were saying, having like a, the sound of a bear or something, you could have it so a bear spawns in as the secondary for the event. You know, so it That'd could be, be interesting. an interesting way, at least on console, to bring different dynamic events over there. Definitely, definitely. Also, somebody wants, uh, you know, as Mundy wants your black uh, plate carrier. Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, dark vignette. Yep, I absolutely agree with here. Just and the hunt and scope the non-full screen alternate view. I when I saw this, I wasn't too sure, and I'm still not a hundred percent on. But I, I'm growing on the idea. I think. I think it would fit. I think it would fit really, really nicely as long as the outer edges are very blurred. Easily, 
and then you can go on from there. So before we yeah, continue, um, Scale Speeder actually just sent a link to one of Don Sibley's videos where he made one of those dynamic campsites. So <laughs> for anybody who wants to check that out, the link is in the uh, is in the chat, and that is, is what we were the... just talking about. Is the link broken is... because it won't load for me? Um, <clears throat> here I'll set. I'll it set works it. for me. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll send it myself, but um, yeah, this was uh, one that he did. Str stream it and um, stream it and we'll see. Sure. Yeah, here. Let me just go through and put this in. Also, hello again, guys. <laughs> now you can see <laughs> us again. All right, let's see if this wants to actually do it. Window. Ready? Okay, you should be able to see the screen now with... Um, Don Sibley's beautiful mug on it. Oh, look at that beautiful <laughs> man. Look at him. Right. Yep. So what he's done here is he's gone through and he's made a dynamic event. And as you can see, he has loot spawning in it. And he took the static fireplace, which is pretty cool. And I, I'd assume he went through, went into the map group proto and made his own points for it. So if we mm -hmm. just scroll ahead, if he goes into the game. Um, here, hold on. Let's go back a bit. So yeah, there's the campsite right there. So he has it so that I'm assuming it's civilian loot spawns around it so if he walks over to it you can actually see there's like zucchinis and potatoes on the ground that's cool. that are like the loot drops for it nice that is actually so that's really kind of what he's done there and that's a <clears throat> that's the dynamic event so these can spawn all over the map and if you want to you could just have these with the pot spawning on it now the only issue with that, I think... Well, actually, no, that wouldn't be an issue, because I was going to say it would make it so that everyone would spawn in like that, but you don't have these naturally spawning anyways. So this would be a really cool idea. So you could have them spawning with the pot on it, and you could have like some items scattered around. It would look very mm -hmm. nice. And if you were to make a custom usage type, what I would do is I would put a usage type in for having logs, and with vehicles, they utilize a special, it's like it's, it's some sort of proxy system where vehicles can specify where certain loot spawns. They can use a specific item. So what I would do if I was setting up this mod myself is I would make it so that you could actually lay logs around the campfire, which would be totally possible just by mm -hmm. using that um, proxy system within the map group proto. And yeah. more massive. Yeah, exactly. That would be yeah. perfect. Absolutely. Oh, well, we caught him in quite the, uh, quite the expression there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for showing us that. I, I don't know what the hell was wrong with my end, but uh, yeah, that's brilliant. Thank you. I'm going to yeah, no switch back over now. Uh, I just nearly left the call completely there. That would have been funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, um, <clears throat> just quickly saw all that out. And. DOJ said number 56. Shove pl away a player infected. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's fair. Nerf to NVG vision. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. What's number 56? Base building an electrical protective system. I'm not a big fan of base building because I think it's a feature that consumed a lot of work from the development team and... In practice, it was never really one of the main attractions of the Daisy experience, not talking about Exile or the last part of the Daisy mod. However, there it is, and while it's a decent concept, uh, getting some uh, feedback from yourself again, Lemons. Uh, 
it always happens, man. Always happens. Here, hold on. It's, it's all good. It's all right. How could it work, though? Simply the way Xmas lights work. One connects the barbed wires disassembled to a generator or battery and then attaches them to the fence slash gate. This will generate an electric current to the touch, preventing their destruction through melee strikes. It would be a good element for base protection against offline raids and would also be within the real possibilities of the game with the current content. How could it be countered? An electrified barbed wire could not be disarmed with regular pliers, and the player who touches it would receive health damage, shock damage, and probably a cut. He should then either destroy the power source, generator, or battery, or use rubber gloves like the NBC gloves, along with the regular pliers to dismantle them, giving a new use to this piece of clothing. I would have a lot more to elaborate on this topic, but as I said, I don't want to stray too far quality from quality of life suggestions. I think... It is about time we are able to electrify the barbed wire. One hundred percent. I'd love to just hook up a uh, car battery and just have some frying freshies. You know. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> what What do you have? So when you cut them up, they have like cooked cooked run fre uh, flesh on them. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think, but... Dub, about it? Because I know you've done quite a lot of base building, so. I think it's time that Daisy put this back in. It was mm. a thing for a while. From 1.0 to like 1.4, a mm -hmm. uh, barbed wire and uh, stuff could be electrified. It was real. Also, Daisy, barbed wire should cause sh shock damage. It's stupid. It doesn't. Put it back in. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I don't know why they removed that. It, maybe there was some like collision issues or something like. Maybe that. Maybe a glitch or something. I don't know, but I, it should have been something you figured out. Uh, to, just for uh, reminiscing, folks. Barbed wire used to cause shock damage, and the shock damage was not a whole lot, but it was enough that if you stood in it for like 10 to 20 seconds, you'd go uncaught. And then the barbed wire would literally cut you to death. It was a freaking hilarious experience, but as a way to protect your base. They removed it in patch, I think, 1.07 or something. But I would like to see that come back. Even if it was a, they, it, it didn't ever uncon you, but it did get you pretty low. That mm -hmm. one bullet could take you out. I would be yes. okay with that. I believe the reason they uh, removed it is because of how narrow the collisions are with walls. Players would, when they got into an unconscious state, they would they would get into a perpetual thing where they would keep falling. And I'm not sure if anyone's ever experienced this, but you'll like keep going, you'll keep cutting in and out of a black screen as your player's uh, falling. That, yeah, and that could explain it. I believe I believe that's what happened because there's some you can even still do it now to this day, but there were some ways where you could do it and you'd be stuck like that infinitely. So you'd literally have to leave and rejoin to have that work. And even sometimes if you rejoined, it would still be broken, you know. <laughs> so I believe uh. if there was any reason why they moved, removed it, that could that would be the most practical reason why yes okay well then i take it back my previous statement please fix that and put it back in <laughs> there yeah. but then and even then <laughs> all, all it would be is just fixing the uh hitbox like the collision for the walls and then that would mm -hmm. fix the issue so yes and now i think this is what dog actually meant the higher cloud intensity the better skybox of course give us back volumetric clouds <laughs> Easily. That's kill speeder. <coughs> Take care of yourself, mate. But yeah, I mean, it was an absolutely fantastic quality of life list. I'm going to have to go through it properly, like take an actual, like, full-on read. I would have done it on the on this show, but we are pressed for time. We're already running over. 
but really really cool list really 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 awesome and hopefully they address more of his suggestions they have done in the past and they you know it was really well it was really 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 cool um did you put a link for this in the chat uh no <laughs> yes i, I shall I, I sh i'll post <laughs> it it's all good i'll just okay oh okay there you go guys there you go now <clears throat> we do have one more topic uh and that was a tweet that Daisy put out, which I was quite, I was personally quite surprised with. And it was regarding promoting console servers, like the Daisy Twitter was actually like asking people to promote their servers. And it was quite awesome. Now, Lemons, you know consoles, kind of, kind of a little bit. Just, just a little bit, you know, just, nothing, just, nothing too big, just, just a wee bit. Just a tiny bit, yeah. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about, like, have have you seen any positive stuff come from this? I haven't managed to check Absolutely. out Absolutely, it's, it's a shame that, um, it's a shame that Scale Speeder left, because this is literally, like, yes. something that he probably would have been really, uh, really yes. happy to talk about, but I feel a lot of people loved this, they had a lot of fun with this, and it's been amazing, because... Console players will leech on any opportunity to promote their servers. They are the hardest working people. If you, like, even compare to PC servers, they will post everywhere. Like, you'll see mm -hmm. people on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, making their console servers and making sure they're known. So they are very, very strict and very hardcore with their advertisements, like the like some of the bigger servers. So yes. to have a chance to see that Daisy themselves actually put out a public thing where they had a chance to maybe boost their platform. I mm -hmm. thought that was amazing. Oh, and yes. it's something we've been seeing a lot recently. Like Daisy as a whole has been incorporating a lot more console stuff, you know, the, uh, even the PR team, like Scotty has been doing a lot on his part to make sure that consoles been getting a lot of love. And even, I think it was uh, it was either last week or the week before, or it may have been a bit longer than that, when they had made a post about the event that I was running on uh, right. one of our Zagoria servers. Yes. So I thought that was just, I, I, that really caught me off guard. And it was just really cool to see that they're really trying to push for more console stuff. And it's, it's really interesting because it could hint at what they're doing in the future. I think that they want to do a lot more, and because Scotty is a console player himself, he plays on yeah. PlayStation, I feel like he really wants to hit home getting more love out to the console community. So this could just be the start for amazing things for the console server owners. I really so. hope so. I really, really hope so, because there's, there's, you know, there's been so much time that's gone into the console side, and mm -hmm. it's really, really good when, like, the, the community, like, essentially the community manager, the PR guy, is also you know, he plays console, so he has more yeah. of a perspective and an he, idea. He understands, and he knows what we have yeah. to go through for all of our stuff. And, like, as we were saying in the last stream, or, uh, yeah, in the last uh, one, he had a chance to play on the Conquest servers, and he, <laughs> he was public about that. If you go mm -hmm. onto his Twitter, he actually made a full tweet shouting out the Conquest team, and he had a video of himself playing on the server. So he is very open to talking about servers that are good, like, that have good stuff and there he's very open to showcasing stuff that is promising in the console community yeah. you know and even like with um the uh, barry event that i the forage that i had hosted on uh, zagoria 
Yes. He had, um, before I even saw anything happened, I saw that he had liked the tweet. And I was like, it's just nice to see that, you know. It's nice to see that he's going out and he's looking at these servers that are on console because, frankly, a lot of people just don't have the time to do that. And he's actually trying to give them a spotlight, you know. <laughs> he's he's seen a lot of this stuff. And even smaller servers, like very small ones that are always low pop, maybe they, they're like a 10 slot or 15 slot. He's still yeah. giving those servers love. Because he knows that some of those servers still could be very unique and very exciting. Mm -hmm. So I just, all I have to say is I wonder what he's going to do in the future. And I wonder what kind of stuff that um, Daisy as a whole will do for the console community in the future. Absolutely. It's very, very promising things. Very, very promising things. It's going to be fucking great. It really, really is. That's awesome. And, uh... Now we just need the black plate carriers. No, shut up, <laughs> shut up, shut up. Shut yep. Up. <laughs> Boss, and there we have it. A hundred and four episodes. Where's the time gone? That's I know, crazy. Man. Fucking really, really. It's... <laughs> Honestly, really, really enjoyed this episode. You two are absolutely fantastic once again. I really, really do appreciate you guys coming along talking about everything with me i really really do appreciate it and i appreciate Absolutely, everybody man. coming in as well watching the stream talking giving feedback absolutely fantastic it's been a lovely lovely friday night thank you so much and again i do want to apologize for no show last weekend um i'm gonna try and be more on the ball about it and i just can't wait to see where the show goes from this point on. Awesome. For episode uh, 204. <laughs> on, so, uh, you, know, you know what? If I get it 204, that'd be great. <laughs> awesome. Uh, but yeah, what's your spotlight, lad? Yes, spotlight. I don't have one. <laughs> I, I, I wish I did. I really, really wish I had a spotlight, but I have been so busy with work and trying to recover. Um... So I, I sadly, yeah. I sadly don't have one. I, I wish I did. Um, what, what about, about you, Dump? Do you have anybody? Yeah. What about you two? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna bring up another server that's already been brought up before, but the Genesis, a new hope server. I've been helping them out a lot with advertisement and everything else, folks. If you have not given them a chance, please give them a chance. They are run by some of the best models I know in the community. Um, and I really, really would love you to actually try. I'm gonna post the link inside chat to their Discord. Yes. But, yes, please yeah. do. Please do. What please. about you, Mr. Lemons? Boy. You know, I've got to rep my homie, Asmodian. You know, I know we were talking about yes. him here, but he is a godsend. I had a chance to talk to him a few nights ago, and he, he caught up in one of my streams. And it's funny, when I was talking to him, I didn't actually, it didn't click that that was him. And I was just, I just thought it was like some other viewer just watching the stream, but he was a very, he's a very nice person, and he's he always is. approaching everybody. And the other crazy thing is, English isn't actually his first language. He's uh, no. English is in very uh, not native to him. So the fact that he's able to do all this stuff is crazy. And the fact that he's trying to bring this to the English community, absolutely amazing. I, I have so much respect for the guy. He's doing so many great things. And mm -hmm. I would totally recommend for everybody to check him out because all absolutely. he deserves is love, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Now, before we finish off, there's something I want to propose to chat. And Dump kindly reminded me, so thank you very much. Much appreciated. So we want to be able to expand 
um, certain aspects of the way that we do things for the channel. And one of them is with our Patreon. Now, we had an idea that we would do a after show. So uh, our Patreons and, uh, and various uh, people like that can, can come in to talk to ourselves and a guest, if the guest wishes to participate as well, um, after the show for 30 minutes to talk about the stuff that we've talked about, um, to give feedback and stuff like that, because at the end of the day, you know, you guys, you know, you pay on the Patreon that goes directly to the podcast. And so it's kind of like, you know, we want to be able to make sure that the communication is there. You know, you guys are getting good value for your money. And it was just an idea we had. Um, I'm going to be posting it on the Discord as well. So you guys have a, a record of that there so you can discuss about it. But it was just something that's, you know, <clears throat> trying to get more value out of the Patreon. Um, and if that's something that you are interested in, please let us know. Um, want to make sure that you're happy with the decisions that we could be potentially making. If you absolutely don't like it, again, please, please, please let us know. But uh, I was going to mention it last time on the podcast, but I was um, I was a very nervous boy, <laughs> and I completely forgot. <laughs> yes, um, but <clears throat> but any ideas that the podcast has that will involve the community massively, especially in terms of um, in terms of monetization of or uh, the financial um, future of the podcast. We want to be able to be completely and 100% transparent with you all, discuss it with yourselves, and have that mutual relationship going on. Um, and since um, Nixus was saying that I had to have a spotlight, I guess I'm going to have to have a spotlight. My spotlight is me. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> No, my spotlight is um, it is to the community. As cliche as that is. There's been a lot of stuff been going on in the community this past week. <laughs> been a lot of negativity. A lot of positivity as well, but this time of year, people are starting to struggle, you know, rates are starting to go higher, people are struggling, but I just want to say to everybody out there that you are appreciated and you are loved and not only do i genuinely think that and it's totally not because you watch the podcast uh, every friday night at 9 p.m at P uh, bst and all that kind of time zones and stuff it's not totally because of that but sometimes it's just nice to know that people are there for you and people's always got your back Aww. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I like being wholesome, all right? I like being wholesome, okay? Shut the fuck up, you prick. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no, but I'm getting on my head, okay? <laughs> Never. No, but again, to the community, everybody out there, much love to you all. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to talk with you all for the podcast and for everybody as a whole. Um,. We are going to be starting to get guests onto the show. We will keep you updated on what is going on there. We've got some good contenders that I'm um, ourselves are going to be reaching out. If you're interested in coming onto the show as a guest, 
let us know. Um, send me a DM on Twitter, um, either on the podcast, uh, Twitter, or my personal one. We'll get into contact. Or if you need to reach out uh, to Dump Grab Project Lemons, go for it. Let's get some guests on. Let's get the community talking. And I can't wait for you all. Dump Grab Project Lemons, much love to you guys. Thanks for coming on again. I really, really do appreciate it. And Thanks for having us here, man. Yeah, now fix your microphone. <laughs> no, oh yeah, that's how that's how I gotta see you. I gotta see us out like that. <laughs> no, but, but again, thank you guys for coming on the show. I really do appreciate it, and I will catch you guys next weekend. Take care. Everyone. Sounds good. Take care, guys. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, yes. And there we have it, folks. Oh, God, I sound like Bordy there, folks. That's a word I never use. <laughs> but thank you, everybody, so much for coming on to the show. I really, really do appreciate it. It's been absolutely wonderful, everybody coming on. Big, big thank you to everybody for coming to the show. I really, really do appreciate it um, going on from there. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I was so nervous in the first episode. This time, not so much. But you guys have got my back. You really do. Thank you so much. Now, the the, the podcast will be on the same time next Friday, 9pm. Uh, um, I keep wanting to say PST, but that's not right. BST, British Standard Time. Um, all the stuff that we discussed about that we'll want to be able to discuss with yourselves. We'll let you know in the Discord get a poll up probably um, and hopefully in the near future we can get some guests on um, and I'm, I'm I'm excited I'm genuinely genuinely excited thank you so much for coming on the show guys and gals much love to you all hope you have a wonderful weekend you take care of yourself and we might see you on Tuesday hopefully we'll see take care everyone Bye-bye for now.